tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kid. I make no bones about it. My hair is white. I'm balding. My beard is white. You know what? You're not balding. No, I'm bald. You're bald. I know what I mean. Right. I mean, there's some hair up there, but I don't consider myself to be any more with hair. You're, I mean, you're not I Mr. Clean. I got it. I know. Bald. I'm bald. I know. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Leanna Ray on traffic. How the f*** did I end up here? And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Monday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, <laughs> is coming up at 534. I also want to make the announcement today. Hmm? I said this last week, but I was off for a few days, didn't get a chance to put it in practice. I am acknowledging Lent this year. Oh. And so for Lent, I'll be giving up yelling. No yelling. No. Okay. All right. Don't doubt me. Encourage me. I should not be Mm. yelling. My doctor says to stop yelling. You're not yelling. This is no. This is not yelling. This is just talking. I'm going to yell if you don't turn this music. Oh, is the music bothering you? Is the music bothering? I'm sorry. I I forgot to bring that. You know what? I mean, Ted. If you wouldn't mind, (laughs) would you mind turning the the bed music down? Okay, I'll take it down. Remember, Ted. He's not supposed to yell. That's it's right. It's a vow he's made before God. So is this what God. you two are going to do? Yes. I mean, I, I've, I've tried to better Listen. myself here, and you're just going to try and sabotage it all day. Listen. What? I am I am happy if there truly is some kind of religious experience happening for you. I'm challenging good. myself. What's well, the difference? That's good. I'm just saying, you know, the people who are doing this for the religious reasons, I'm all about. I don't know why we, why are we excluding people. We're not excluding people. How do you, you know just, what my intentions are? You can just quit whenever you want. Maybe I had an awakening. Did you? That's not your business. Oh, okay. I'm just, what if I did? Well, actually, what I think I had, it is. What if I witnessed a stigmata event? Did you? Again. Again. Right. What if I did? What, what if I did? You don't know that I You're didn't right. is what I'm saying to you. Which one is stigmata? Is that when it's the where blood, blood comes, is coming out of the, the Jesus wounds? Okay. The Jesus wounds. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I didn't know which one that is. Sometimes, you know, and then the Virgin Mary statue can cry. Oh, that's right. That's not stigmata. What is right? that called? That's thadmata? It's called crying. No. What is that called? I don't know. It's called the thadmata. It is. Okay. You start out really hot, <laughs> and then you crap your pants the last couple of years. But then after a while, people are like, you know what? Wouldn't be bad to maybe have some of those days well, again, you know? I don't, I don't know what one has to do with the other. I know. I don't know why we can't acknowledge that it was right and it was a good time to move on from Thad Mata, and that has nothing to do with Chris Holtman's struggles right I, now. I totally agree with you. We don't always have to say the idea just like when Thad left, who are you going to get? Well, we thought we got someone that 
could come in and the recruiting was good. Got to the tourney every time until this year. And so we thought, well, there you go. We got someone who can still keep the standard high. And then this year, things are going well. People are starting to say, well, I wonder if maybe we should look elsewhere. Just, right. And then people are like, where are you going to get? And it's like, well, again, this thing can go in waves where you could get a coach who is very good at first and does a good job. And then eventually maybe that coach either something falls off with the recruiting or the message falls flatter. I don't know what, but then when a time comes to make a change, the next person can come in and have success for a time. I don't know of a coach who's been a coach from the start of their life until the end of their life. There is a time period where coaches are good. And then sometimes they are bad only here. And recently, have we expected, I guess, every person in a position of power to sign some sort of blood oath where they come in and they get the job until they die? Right. Whether it's Chris Holtman, whether it's Yarmo, mm, where Yarmo right. has his blood oath, yeah. where it's like, oh, look what he did. He won this trade. Yeah, sure, they finished in the last place, but I got to tell you, he's respected. Yeah, we're going to win. Who cares? Jackets are king of winning trades. I don't care. But not actually winning if my things coach you need him to win. is respected behind the scenes by the Jay Wrights of the world. That doesn't win me more basketball games. I don't care if the Blue Jackets and Yarmo, they're looked at as some sort of class organization that knows how to do it right. I don't care. I'm interested in results. And to your point, T-Bone, it is perfectly acceptable to say this was a good relationship for a period of time. No harm, no foul. It's run its course. So what we're going to do is we're going to be a bunch of money as a consolation prize. Bye-bye. Imagine, again, a lot of the people who say this, I just want you to translate this to your own life. And I know sports in real life are not always the same, but in some ways they can be. One of those ways is if you were at a job that you liked when you started it or you thought it was good, the pay was good, the incentives to go there were good, and then after time you outgrew the position or maybe the job changed management and suddenly it's not the same place you worked and you don't like it there and you decided to move on. That's called every radio station ever. (laughs) But I'm saying, but if you decided to move on, that's any job ever for a lot of people, by the way, then if that would be like somebody in your family going, well, what else are you going to do for a job? Well, you, 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 there are other jobs like, and, and for them, if they hired you and you were doing a great job at first and then suddenly they were like, you know what? He's not getting the job anymore. We might have to fire him. Well, who are you going to get to work there? Someone like, will it be better or worse? Time will tell. We don't know. But the idea of you don't immediately have a replacement in mind, then therefore no one can move on anything. That was that's the, silly. That was the Marvin Lewis thing. Yes. For a long time. Is it, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, with Marvin Lewis, you're going to finish nine and seven, ten and six. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you go no further than that. And I can't believe I'm going to say this, but what happened after they moved on from Marvin Lewis? Did they make They've a Super Bowl boy run? Boy, genius. Well, I don't know that he's the reason for it, oh, but they matter. They've gone to a Super Bowl now and had a team that looks like a Super Bowl contender the last couple of years. So that has a lot to do with Joe Burrow. The point being, sometimes moving on from a guy who's the safe option, the guy who's been there and done some good for you, that could be bad and you could go in the tank or it could be good. That's how sports work. That's how life works. You take chances. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. I'm told we already have people tweeting the program trying to get me to yell. Mm, great. I will not be moved. I want to see I'm, what some of the tweets are. I'm Let's dedicated. Go. I'm just saying, if you'd like to tweet the program yeah. today and try and get me to yell about something, at Man and Bone 971 I welcome the challenge. I will not yell about Buckeye basketball. Hey, well, they, well, they won. They won. They snapped a nine-game losing streak. And how many games on top of that? 
Oh, I don't I mean, know. What was it? it was 15 well, to 16 or 14 yeah, yeah, or 15? Yeah, whatever. Ridiculous number. I don't remember. But uh, I'll take all the credit for it because I brought my lovely daughter to the game yesterday. It was her first game. Mm-hmm. She was into it. She was cheering. She was the hit of the section. And that, she's convinced that her contribution yeah. spurred the Buckeyes on to victory. That's great. Now, she's six. Yeah. There are also a lot of grown men on message boards who think their contributions screaming at players is also the reason why they win or lose. But she's six. She's allowed to think that. So yes. that's good. Maybe if you're a grown man thinking that, calm down. But She the point did being, yell at Gene to tell him to winterize the stadium. <laughs> well, if that happens, then we'll know why. I want to play playoff games in the Hoosier Dome. <laughs> Let's go, Gino! Um, is your daughter going to be coming back to any more games? Because I've been told if, she has to. Well, there's only one more. Well, I'm thinking we need to get her out to uh, the Big Ten tourney. Actually, there's two two home games, right? Well, there's senior night on Wednesday, Thursday. So yeah, I'm guessing one that's the week, last one. And then Wednesday, and then Saturday's the last game. That's at that's, Michigan State. Oh, yeah, Michigan State. For that's some reason, I thought that was home. Okay, no. so there's one game left. Yeah. But, no, I don't want them to win in the Big Ten tourney because if they win in the Big Ten tourney, they screw us. What do you? Mean? Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you meant Buckeye fans. I was like, you're screwing Buckeye fans no, by winning games. We know. It, I know. I they're know. In, they're in that twelve thirteen game, which I think coverage will start at five thirty next Wednesday. So they screw us out of a half hour. That's fine. I can live with that. But if they win that game then they pretty much blow out the entire show on Thursday. If they win that game, they pretty much blow out the entire show on Friday. Now, the good news is they're terrible and won't win any of those games. What are you talking about? They just played Illinois like they were one of the best. That's one of the best games I've seen them play all year. So they they found something now. Would that make you angry if they won those first couple games? What would you have to say about that? Would you be I would be disappointed. I'd be frustrated, Ted. What would you, though, say? But I would not yell. would Would it shock you that they suddenly, what if they go out and win by like 15 or 20 each of those games and look like the best team in the Big Ten tourney? You wouldn't be mad at all thinking about where was this team the last... 15 games? No, I wouldn't think about that at wouldn't, all. Wouldn't frustrate you a bit, huh? I would say, huh, that's yeah. odd. That's <laughs> that's good. That's peculiar. What, peculiar. what, what word is that again you Pe- said? Peculiar. 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 Fool me once. <laughs> Shame on <laughs> me. By the way, I did, that reminded me, because today I had to spell the word potato out of nowhere, and uh, I realized that I, too, could be the vice president of the United States from my childhood. Remember when Dan Quayle couldn't spell potato? And they had a big thing about that. It also reminded me, be nice if politicians just were, the only way they were stupid was like, hey, he forgot how to spell a word. You know, nowadays we got lots more stupidity going on. That's take that for whatever side you come to, because there's plenty of it on both sides. Don't try and spell potato. Just say tater. Yeah, that's right. See you later. It's a tater. (laughs) See, it's great. That's a good call. That he was a visionary. Uh huh. All I know is still is there's no E in it. Unless it's plural. There's no E in potato? No, that was his whole thing. Because he spelled potato with an E on the end. I'm pretty sure Dan... This is Dan Quayle, for those of you who are like under 100. Yeah. I know that. Tomato's the same way, right? Yeah. Potato and tomato both end in O. Unless they're plural, like tomatoes, potatoes, then it's an E-S at the end. Like toes. What does whale think about all this? (laughs) You mean... An actual whale or wale? What do you mean? Wale. A wale. That's what I meant. I don't know. What's or, he given up for Lent? I don't know. Krill. Krill Marchenko? 
Yes. Yes. Hey, he's giving up Krill Marchenko. Also, Jackets, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. How about you give up goals for Lent? I know. I I know. Give them up and don't score any. Only got one point out of that overtime loss yesterday, but let's stop. Don't need a point. We don't need points. Stop it now. You're doing this to aggravate me, but I'm not going to yell. I'm just going to say, stop it. Stop. Knock it off. Thank you. Would you say knock it off? Mm hmm. I'm going to talk about two of your favorite people. Maybe I'll get you to yell. Jimmy and D. Haslam. Oh, good. Have a new toy oh, in the garage. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy slowdowns to watch out for on the east side of I-70 westbound near Miller. An accident blocking the two left lanes. Traffic is stop and go from Livingston Avenue. Please be careful. You'll also find an accident blocking the right shoulder of Route 315 northbound at North Broadway. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Over the last 50 years, Invisible Fence brand has protected over 3 million pets. Their certified training leads to a 99% success rate, and they even offer a one-year money-back guarantee. Not only is your pet secure, so is your investment. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I've uh, I've thought of something. Okay. We were talking about Kirill Marchenko and how we should be embracing this guy as he continues to score goals. And, you know, as a rookie, he's doing things we haven't seen in a while. Right. He strikes me as the type of guy, I wonder if anybody else has noticed this, where it almost looks like his chest hair is trying to explode out of the jersey. Like it creeps up on the neck. Yeah, he's got he's got a hairy, it does look like a hairy chest. I mean, I haven't seen him with his shirt off, but I assume it would be a scene if he took his shirt off. He'd yeah. look like he's wearing a sweater. He's peeking out a little bit. I think as fans, we should do the same thing. What should, what Let should our we do? chest hair freak fly. What if you don't have chest hair? Well, then put little artificial chest hair Merkin things. Where do you get <laughs> the Merkin well, about, store? Or, or get a Brillo pad and just tape that to your clavicle and then let that hang out. We should be embracing him. Well, yeah, of course we should. He is clearly the best thing that's happened to this team this season. Yeah, he's in been a awesome. season full of disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know, his coming out party. Now that means next year uh, he'll suck or or be injured. One of the t- or, or both or both be kind of awesome. The Blue Jackets jump the gun and sign him to a big long extension, right? And then he sucks. Well, <laughs> and if you're saying why are you guys so down on the Blue Jackets, that never happens. The answer is: Have you met the Blue Jackets? And while I'd love to believe it turns around at some point, I hope it does. Uh, we have to be realistic here. If we're going to project what's going to happen next year, the year after. Please change it. Please make it better. We'd love to not have this narrative anymore. Jackets in Buffalo tomorrow. Hopefully they don't tally any points because we need. What happens if they go out and win like five to nothing and just look like the best team? How would that make you feel? Would you be angry about that? I'd be disappointed, Bone. I, I would be angry, but I wouldn't be yelling. Why wouldn't I've, you? Why I've wouldn't given you be up yelling? yelling for Lent, and mm-hmm. I think that's positive growth. My doctor has encouraged such a change, and you and Teddy, at least for the first t- fifteen minutes today, have just been trying to get me to yell, and I won't do it. What would be? Why would we want to make it easy for you? Let's. I say. I let's, why we can't support each other? We can, and whenever I support you and your efforts to, you know, lose what, weight. That? Yeah. Well, look at birds and metro parks. Do you? Yeah, okay. I do. Okay, that's good. Well, I'll, you know what? I'll be more supportive. That almost sounded like a yell, though, Ted, didn't it? A little bit like he was a little no, mad that I insinuated, this I insinuated no. that he doesn't this support is, me. No, come on. You, you know, know what yelling, yelling is. You were like, ah, 
This hey. is passionate talking is oh, what this is. <laughs> this is passionate talking. <laughs> you know what yelling is. This is not yelling. Hold on. Come Teddy, on. can you get the Vatican on the line? Let's ask them about passionate talking. Does All that right. cross the line to yelling? Because <laughs> in my mind, I don't know how it works. I assume that any Lent related, did I break my vow or not, has to go to the Vatican and they say they can rule on anything. Chocolate consumption, yelling, swearing at people in traffic. All of this is on the table. There was the year that my sister-in-law gave up candy for Lent. Okay. And I saw her eating chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I said, I thought you gave up candy for Lent. I did. This isn't candy. Chocolate's different than candy. Oh, she was talking about... Uh, Skittles, apparently. Well, yeah. like it's all any, Skittles and Starburst. Right. Anything that's of that type of sugary treat that's not chocolate. But then I mocked her treat. for that. I said, no, chocolate's candy. If you go to a candy store, they have chocolate in there, don't they? They do. They do. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate, which I know this will have no problem with your yelling vow because no, you I never love, get I mad. love it when you do that. What do they say M&Ms have on them? They are, of course, chocolate morsels covered in a, a candy coating. A candy coating. Right. So maybe that's where your sister got the idea that the candy part is different because obviously I'd consider M&Ms a candy. I'd consider yeah, the chocolate a candy. Because that's normal. I know. But... She heard M&M's covered in a candy coating, and maybe that's where she thought, oh, it's different than chocolate, because M&M's otherwise are just chocolate. All right, let's talk about two of your favorite people, Jimmy and Dee Haslam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks co-owner Mark, is it Lazary? I think Lazary. Lazary? Yeah. Has an agreement to sell his stake in the Bucks to Haslam and Haslam Sports Group for a $3.5 billion valuation. That doesn't mean they're paying three point five billion. I want to say he owns like fifty seven percent. Well, we don't know what it is because the article I saw was back in twenty fourteen. He had a twenty five percent stake, but then perhaps this has changed since then. I don't know. Okay, uh, but then it, it could be that perhaps they've added more to that because at the time it was him and another guy named Wes Edens who both bought a twenty five percent stake in the Bucks. So perhaps that purchase has now merged and maybe Lazary took over Eden's portion. I don't know. Either way, if it's 25%, they're basing this off a $3.5 billion valuation of the team, which means the Haslam's, if it's 25%, would pay approximately $875 million. Chump change for them. They're fine. They've got billions in the bank. They don't, they don't worry about that. But that would be more than the $550 million that Lazary and Eden's paid nine years ago to get their shares of three and a half billion, so or of, of not three and a half billion of the bucks at whatever the valuation. Right was back now, then. they're valued at three and a half billion. Yeah, which seems high for the Milwaukee Bucks, but what the hell do I know? Apparently, nothing. And the Haslam's are set on conquering the world. I don't know why I said it like conquering, that. conquering, conquering the world, the world mm. of sports. They yes. have, of course, the Browns. They have the crew. More on that in a second. Mm. And now they have the books. The books. Uh, here's what I would caution any Bucks fans that are about ready to get excited about we this. tons of them listening. Milwaukee Bucks fans, I know you love listening to us. Shout out Cream City. I know that's what you call yourselves. Um, don't get too attached to any logos that you have. Don't get too attached to any like things you like to do as fans. Prepare for the Haslam's to come in and be like, oh, yeah, this is all nice. It's mine's now. And then change it all to whatever they like. You very bitter. I'm Mike. I'm not. I'm I mean, actually. These are people that saved your team. I'm That's really excited. Yes, and then they threw a jackhammer at me and a carabiner and said, "Here's the new team. Enjoy. Everything's different now." 
Like right after they won a championship, the champ, the brand could not be stronger. You win a championship. Ah, we changed everything. Why? Because we're the Haslam's. That's what we do. They were the owners when you won the championship. They were. That was good. You know, they brought back the team. They saved the team. They won a championship. Bucks what else are, do you want from these Bucks people? already won a championship. I'm just saying. They're they're good. Like the, the their fans would like another one. When did they win one? The Milwaukee Bucks? Yeah. Uh was that not the No, I'm asking you, I'm not saying years you're wrong. ago. I just I think don't it was know. a couple years ago they won that with that Giannis. That shows you how little. Giannis and Chris Middleton and that whole crew. Yeah. It, it's still there, by the way, that whole crew. I'm just saying. What about Giannis? Yeah, that's him. Giannis. Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That guy. The the big tall dude who can shoot Giada? and run the point. Giada Lately. <laughs> Giada De Laurentiis is also on the team. She's great. She cooks the pregame meals and is actually their third leading scorer. She distracts you with her cleavage. Cleavage, and she plays the whole game in heels, which many people didn't think she could do, but she's found a way. And she uses lemon juice in everything she makes. Does she? So she always has lemons to squeeze in your eyes. <laughs> so you're blind then on the court. Oh, is she making food while playing the yeah, game? Well, yes. That's a triple threat right there. That's tough. That's really good. All right, anyway, congratulations to the Haslams can I, on their new toy. Can I hope that the Haslams will be distracted enough from the Browns and the crew that they leave the day-to-day operations to other people? But what if that other person is the douchebag son-in-law? No, oh, that's right. That you hate more than anybody. Yeah, I don't like him. What's his name? J.W. Johnson. What a name. Right? What a name. I mean, I, I'm going to... Oh, hello, sir. It was your monocle. I'm going to guess his first name is like Jared. Is what I'm going to say. Jared Wilson Johnson. That's what I think his name is. I don't even know. And I don't want to know either. Don't tell me. Don't I mean, tweet you, me. You do go by J.D. Smith. I don't. You, I don't know anybody who calls me that. You used to. Nope, not anymore. That's all done. Hey, J.D. That's done now. I, I, was Jonathan, done? I was Jonathan Smith yesterday on wall-to-wall sports. I'm back, baby. Oh, you're back on wall to wall. Back, yeah. This is a new development. Yeah. I didn't know that. I got to wear the suit and everything. Oh, wow. I was on there with Tiberian King. The this King to Barry combo. This is quite a development. It was a, it was a three-man show By yesterday. By the way, I'm convinced, convinced that 10TV's Adam King is having an affair with the cashier at Hunan Lion. <laughs> Why do you say what? Because he smells like her. What? He smells like her perfume. <laughs> I've only smelled it one other place. Are you? And it's when I'm picking up Chinese food on Wednesday nights. He's sound- rolling around in the sheets Ted, with Hunan Lion this woman. This is very vigorous. Uh, accusations. No, this isn't yelling. You're getting to a yelly no, point. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, that's yelling. No, that- National Weather Service in Wilmington has issued a tornado warning for Northern Fayette County, Ohio. Southeastern Clark County, Southeastern Greene County, Southern Madison County, until 4 p.m. At 3.20 p.m., a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located over Jamestown, moving northeast at 50 miles an hour. Hazard, tornado and quarter-size hail. Source, radar indicated rotation. Impact, flying debris will be dangerous to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. Damage to roofs, windows, and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. Locations impacted include London, Jamestown, Mount Sterling, Jeffersonville, New Jasper, South Solon, Midway, Bowersville, Milledgeville, Octa, Newport, 
Chenoweth, Interstate 71 at State Route 38, Rosemore, Gladstone. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. The segment that's not a segment, yikes. Is coming up at 534. There is some weather Mm. coming through the area, kids. So we may disappear and you may hear alerts. Who the hell knows? Just know that we're going to continue talking. Right. You may not hear us, but we'll be here talking. You know what? If you can't hear us, good idea is go subscribe to the podcast now, brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling, wherever you get your podcast. Just search Man and Bone. It blows us out there, too. It does? I was listening. I checked the podcast. It was a couple weeks ago. And during one of our segments, one of the test tones came up. Really? Yeah. I would think that wouldn't happen. Well, you know what? Anyway, add us... Well, then I don't know where to listen to us. Somewhere. Well, just go to the podcast go to anyway. The podcast it's and subscribe. brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Look, you may you may find that as you're driving in the torrential downpours of the, you know, twisters out there and Bill Paxton is out there hanging Dead. out, whatever. Dead. Then you may find you your radio doesn't work or I don't know. You Helen just forget. Hunt's old face is still out there. Good. Though. I'm just saying, then you may miss the rest of the show because you've ended up in a ditch. So later, after you get your car towed out and you get all that sorted, and then you're like, oh, what are they saying on the show? Podcast will help you out. Find it wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. Got the 10 TV weather guys on TV. I got Jerry Martz and Ross Caruso. I mean, you know it's serious when they blow out regular programming. Mm-hmm. What's supposed to be on? Judge yeah. show? I think a judge show or Dr. Phil? I think Jeopardy. Oh, no, not Jeopardy's not now, Ted. Jeopardy's yeah, it is. It's daytime Jeopardy is usually what? on right now. Yeah, and then Dr. Phil's on at four. Daytime Jeopardy? Yeah, this has been a thing for a while, Bone. I Welcome. I never... Did you know this? No. Well, we... I also thought it. Dr. Phil was done. I no, he was finished. He's, he's alive. He's finishing up. I don't know. But if, then again, I thought Maury was finished five years ago, and he's still on. I think Maury are... Aren't those reruns? Well, he, he's laughing all the way to the bank, that guy. Listen... For people who are not in the business, they got a little term for what he does. It's called evergreen content. Because if you work at CNN or Fox News or MSNBC or wherever, and you do a, today the president said this, our reaction to it, by tomorrow, that does not exist. No one cares because tomorrow something else was said that supersedes what was just said and you got to do a whole new bit of shows. Maury comes on and says, you are the father. And everyone's, oh, like that stuff. You can plays, do the baby. same episode from 1996 or 2026 when that happens, and people will watch it because it's the same damn thing. Doesn't matter. The, the styles may have changed. The people on the show, some of them may be dead. You may have people who were born on the show last go around. Now they've got kids, and they're on the show being baby daddy show. All I'm saying is it's timeless. A lot of ratings for Maury. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't have a lot of ratings. Live golf. <laughs> Saturday's second round coverage... Uh, the overnight numbers for Saturday. This is on the CW. All right. Yeah, right. Uh, Live Golf got a 0.2 <sighs> overnight rating oh, in the oh. 26 metered market. It got that chilly. It, very chilly in here all of a sudden. Zero point very chilly in two. here. Feeling a breeze. Look, we can uh, we can talk about how the, the television landscape has changed. And we live in a world where you get a million people to watch a spring football game. And network television considers that successful. There is no one. I mean, you have people who are paid lots of money to come up with positive spin on anything. 
There is nobody who can write any sort of press release that's going to tell you that 0.2 overnight rating for Live Golf is good. No. That's terrible. As a matter of fact, I don't know what a 0.2 rating equates to as far as numbers. Okay. Seven. But the point is, let's say it was like a few thousand or maybe even a hundred thousand people or some number. I don't know what it is. Honestly, I have no idea. But if it was, let's say, 50 or 100,000 people, if that was just streamed on YouTube, you could at least say, hey, we had 50,000 people watching us on YouTube. That that almost feels better because it's like, well, we weren't trying to be on broadcast TV. We know we could do better there. We're doing the YouTube thing because that's easier. More people can access that. We think that's a good place for us to SAG be. Awards. The SAG Awards were on YouTube last night. It wasn't oh. on television. It was on YouTube. Great. And I saw that it drew 1.1 million people. That sounds YouTube. way better on YouTube than it does if you were like, hey, this was on exactly. ABC and it drew 2 million people. They'd go, oh, what a disappointment. How terrible is that? But on YouTube, that's great. A million people watching you live. I'm going to show up at the SAG Awards. Why? Just show them my sack. That's, this, that's a different award show. That's the SAC Awards. I'm telling you, man. It's getting ridiculous. What do you mean? Like it's I hear a little ridiculous. splash when I sit down on the toilet. Oh, that's that's, that's how a, droopy this sack you've is hidden, getting. You've reached that age, huh? Sag. Do uh, I don't I, need a bath mat when I get out of the shower? I just step right on the sack. Do we? Do we know? Has anybody mentioned? Are they? I mean, women have cosmetic procedures done. Like they get lifts. Uh huh. On the sack uh, lift? No. Well, I'm saying, can we get a lift on the sack? Is that a thing? I'm sure it there's is enough, somewhere. I mean, there's enough skin. Should be enough to, you know. Have that, and then you save the extra for, I don't know, if you get a bad burn or something. Well, I mean, women get that can put get on there. that area rejuvenated. Oh, sure. They, I forgot about that. Right. Yeah. Rejuvenation. How about you rejuvenate mine? Nutsack lift. <laughs> Google this on a work computer. Always good. Oh, there's a lot of things when you Google they lift, do have it. lift my nutsack. It's just not what you expect. It's on called a, scrotal lift surgery. Scrotal lift surgery. This is a real thing. Okay. I'm clicking on this... Uh, because this is probably what you need, buddy. I'm just saying, you might well, need to I, go on there. And... Kids can get this. What? It's called a scrotoplasty. Huh? It says it treats problems like buried penis in children and adults. Okay. 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 I was not expecting that. I don't know what... Scrotoplasty. Th- Do you suffer, suffer from buried penis? <laughs> I did not know there... I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing how you're reading it. This is why I just want to be very clear. I don't want to laugh at anybody's afflictions. Buried penis is often present at birth. Uh, with a buried penis, the penis is a typical size, but it looks smaller. Mm. So mine actually is smaller. <laughs> and I don't have a problem with it being buried. I have a problem with the droopiness of the sack. Sure. Sure. Understood. Yeah. See, I, I just... You didn't I think, think you'd get this on the show today, did you? I think we've got to find a way to get the scrote. Uh, unshriveled, like just a little less of it, you know. Bring it up. Unshriveled? You want a smooth well, scrot? Well, if that's what it takes to tuck it back up there, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Yeah, maybe get it all smoothed up too while you're there. Get rid of all the hair too. Just cut back on alcohol, huh? For droopy sack. Oh, do you? Well, I do you, like that, my alcohol. You've had the liver and now the sack. Maybe it's your body's trying to tell you something. Mm. Yeah, and your doctors told you too, but <laughs> the hell with them. You don't need to talk well, about who cares what they think. But if the liver falls out or the, you know, the scrotes all saggy liver falls out. Yeah, it just falls right out. I don't, <laughs> comes out of the back end. I don't know if you know. Is that, that right? No, I have no idea. Mm. I don't know how anything works, Mike. Don't take my medical advice seriously. I've told you that many times. I got it. 
Hey, uh, Bobby Knight 2.0 had a moment this weekend. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of the east side of I-70 westbound near Miller. All lanes have reopened to that area. And still watching an accident blocking the right lane of Route 315 northbound at North Broadway. Please be careful. Traffic is slow from Ackerman Road. This traffic report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Chain. To Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and have you back on the road in less time than it takes to shovel and salt your sidewalks. Your cat food delivery can make it to the door. Just sit back and chill while their fast-friendly team does all the work. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Monday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. Yikes. Is coming up at 534. You know what I get a kick out of, Bone? What's that, man? Reading all these articles recently saying, hey, did you know that Fran McCaffrey's kind of a piece of crap? Right. Yeah. No, no one had ever thought that ahead of time until you said that. But Where you been? Yeah, we, we've been on that bandwagon. We've been talking about it. We know that he's not great. Um, but they had that uh, big win over Michigan State over the weekend. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. The collapse. Yeah, right. I mean, by Michigan big State. win by Iowa. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? They were up 13, Michigan State was. Right. With a minute and a half left to go. <sighs> it's ridiculous. And Iowa was down 10. It was 129 left in regulation. So, yes, that's... Oh, it's 10? I thought it was 13. Maybe it was 13 at one point, but they... Yeah, I think it was... All right, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, whatever, 10 points. But, so, if you didn't see this, there was a technical foul where, apparently, Iowa was whistled for a foul while trying to get a jump ball from Sparty. So, the referee who called that, his uh, his name is Kelly Pfeiffer, okay? Kelly, but it's a guy. So Kelly the dude, I got Pfeiffer. It. Kelly, the- that's what he's known as. <laughs> Kelly the dude. Kelly the dude Pfeiffer. Um, so technical foul got called because Iowa was whistled for the foul. Fran thought it should have been a jump ball. So as he's there's a timeout. His team is all standing by the bench like you would, waiting for their coach to speak. He's not speaking. He's standing about eight feet from the baseline, staring at Kelly the dude Pfeiffer, the referee who called the foul. And he's just staring at him. And the cameras caught this where he's staring and Pfeiffer's staring right back at him. And then Fran moves a couple feet closer to like, yeah, I'm looking at you. He's got his hands on his head. It's hip. almost like it's the Wild West. Right. Like he's challenging him. And the referee has the ball. Who? He's holding it. Kelly the dude Pfeiffer. Kelly the dude. Yep. And then he takes a step towards Fran. And eventually some you know level-headed individuals for Iowa were like, okay, Let's get our idiot head coach away from getting another technical foul and getting thrown out of this game. So eventually, the two men just kind of moved away. And then after that, Iowa Iowa goes on their run. It was 10 points at a minute 29 left when this happened. So did that spark anything? I don't know. But what I do know is Fran's an idiot. And it's and it's childish of Fran, him to do stuff Fran like this. Fran has been an idiot for a long time. I think he's a bully. And look, I, I have nothing against passionate coaches. Right. Sometimes I wish Chris Holtman would get in somebody's face once in a while. Well, it has nothing sure. to do with that, but there's yeah. a line. All right. And Fran McCaffrey crosses that line more often than any other coach. I take it back. There's Jim Beheim.
National Weather Service in Wilmington has issued a tornado warning for southeastern Fayette County, Ohio, northeastern Highland County, western Ross County, until 4.15 p.m. At 3.51 p.m., a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located over Hillsborough, moving northeast at 50 miles an hour. Hazard, tornado and quarter-size hail. Source, radar indicated rotation. Impact, flying debris will be dangerous to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. Damage to roofs, windows, and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. Locations impacted include Hillsboro, Greenfield, Leesburg, Bainbridge, Good Hope, Frankfurt, South Salem, Bourneville, East Monroe, Samantha, Rainsboro, Latteville, Austin, Paint Creek State Park, Rock Mills, and New Martinsburg. Take cover now. Move to a basement or an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Avoid windows. If you are outdoors, in a mobile home, or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. To report severe weather, go to our website at weather.gov slash ILN and submit your report via social media when you can do so safely. too good looking for him. I, I have forgotten all about yes. that. I'm sure we did discuss it. I forget her name, but I'll call her Mrs. McCaffrey. Good for good for them. Well, not, not good for her. Well, no, go away. You know mean? what, maybe he's probably one of these guys, one of these alpha males in society, but then goes home and he's schmoopy guy. Hey, schmoopy. Oh, maybe, How yeah. Was your day, that could That could very well be. Do you're you right. You cuddle, schmoopy? And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But Fran puts on such the face in public. I mm. bet you he's schmoopy guy. Probably. You're right. Probably so. That's uh, They've got a couple winners there at Iowa as far as coaches. they got him coaching the basketball program, and then they got Kirk Ferentz, let my son be the coach forever, and also I'm going to fight you over a driveway. That guy is your, is your football coach who's like football coach for life. Doesn't matter what he does. Well, can't fire him. Right. And when I'm not putting people in the hospital or calling them the N-word, apparently. Well, he didn't do that. No, he had I understand coaches. that. He had coaches who were something? on his staff that, yes. Was there an investigation into the program? You're right. Having there was. a racist culture? You are right. There was. I'm just clarifying people didn't know the story. Yes, he had He had coaches who did both those things. Speaking of uh, things that seem to ring true. Okay. You and I often poke fun at the city of Boston. Uh, yeah. For being racist. Mm-hmm. And we're not the only ones. I mean... Baseball players. There's been multiple players who have basketball said. Basketball players. That's, that's a rough environment. They say that's yeah. the worst place to go because they hear more things there than any, any place else. Now, that's their experience. Sure. I, I can't speak to that. I'm just going off of what they say. But for years, racism, fair or unfair, has sort of hung around Boston sports radio. Mm-hmm. Did you see one of the hosts on the sports hub? I forget his name. But he had to get suspended last week. Yes. Because his co-host, I guess, was doing the show remotely and had a camera feed set up to wherever he was. And so the co-host is doing the show remotely. Behind the co-host, two black guys sitting mm-hmm. there. Yes. Unaffiliated with the show, just, I guess, there. Wherever almost, he happened to it be. It almost looked like he was in... It, so the guy that was talking that got in trouble was Tony Maserati. That's right. But he was talking to... Uh, Felger, Mike Felger, who's been there for a long time, and he, I'm pretty sure he was the one who was remote that 
than Maserati was talking to. Maserati's in the studio. Felger is, it almost looked like he was in a workstation at a hotel, like the business center of a little hotel. Maybe you're right. But whatever. He was just in a public space where he's on a laptop on a Zoom call. There's a couple of black guys, though, sitting behind Felger. And Maserati said something like, hey, last time you had a couple of guys like that behind you, your car got robbed. Right. Or your car got stolen or whatever the hell he said. Yeah. And there was, you know, nothing was really, they chuckled and that was the end of it. But as you would assume, that created quite a stir. Uh, yeah. And I, it almost was like they didn't even want to acknowledge it. They just wanted to move on. Or maybe they didn't realize what that sounded. Maybe, maybe to be fair to whoever, if it was Felger, whatever the guy was that was in the thing, maybe he didn't look back and see who was behind him. He's just like, oh yeah, there's people in here and kept on talking, but yeah, not good. No, so they took him off the not air good. last week. He came back on, I think, on Monday, apologized, and then they took him off the air. Yeah, I saw that his apology, too, was like, I know you won't believe me, but I'm really not a racist. And it's like, and then he also had the at least awareness well, what, what to say. What is he supposed well, to then he say? Also, then he also had the awareness to say, and I don't blame you if that's how you feel. It's like, right. Yeah, right. They are People are going to feel that way. Lots of people looking at this situation from the outside in would say, that doesn't look great. I am one of those people. The Holt Man with his radio show today. You will hear from the coach coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that James Road southbound between I-70 and Ravenswood Court that is closed due to an accident. Emergency crews are on scene also blocking the left lane and the northbound side. As a detour, you can take James Road to Livingston or Hamilton Road I-70, but please avoid this if you can. This traffic report is sponsored by The Tile Shop. The Tile Shop is your destination for tile, natural stone, LVT, and exclusive designer collaborations. And now you can save to 75% off clearance styles. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Hello. Happy Monday. Unless you're... Being Unless currently, currently blown away in a tornado. Be careful. Be out careful. There. There's Be sirens careful outside. There. Yeah. By us. Uh, yeah. It, for what it's worth, tornado warnings, seek shelter, get in a basement, get under or get in your bathroom, whatever you got to do. That's what they say for tornado warnings. Just FYI, in case you've never heard that. But now we've done that public service. I always thought it was run outside. No, no, no. Towards no, the no, funnel. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> run towards the funnel. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to like scare it off there's a, no there is a comedian though dusty slay i will give him credit he has a great bit about the fact that he lived in a mobile home park growing up and so they would always do this thing of like go to your basement it's like well i don't have one of those oh okay we'll go into like a sturdy bathroom in your house and it's like he said on the on the broadcast they would often say if you live in a mobile home run outside and jump in a ditch and he's like, that doesn't seem like that's the best advice. Honestly, it seemed like they were just trying to get rid of us. And that's, you know what? Don't do that. I, that does not seem good to go run into a ditch. No, they also said uh, the overpasses are bad. Oh, they are. Because for a long time, they said, seek shelter under an overpass. Right. But now not, I guess that's on, a myth. Now you're supposed to go on top of the overpasses, right. actually, and just get a parachute. I don't know. No, don't, do not do any of that. Be safe, please. Um, I have given up yelling for Lent, and so far we've gone an hour, and I have not yelled. Well, you, had, you had one. You no, had one borderline I was speaking spiritually. Spiritually is that what we call it? You mean spirited, Spir- spiritedly, spiritedly, and spiritually? I mean, I I'm doing this for Lent. Yeah, I I've never known you to be a spiritual person. God bless if that's the case. 
But I did, I did not know that was a thing for you, but you know, I'll I let had, you live. Uh, I had some couple days off, and I had an awakening. Where was the awakening? Just in my house. Oh. Dude, you said earlier you saw a stigmata. Well, you wouldn't confirm or deny that you'd seen well, a stigmata. Well, I was... Uh, With all the Jesus figurines you have around your house. You ever one have of one of the... My mom has those. Oh, you ever okay. have one of those craps where you're convinced it's never going to come out? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know how this is ever going to resolve itself. Right. I don't know what to do. You start to change your position, mm-hmm. even maybe try and stand up. Yeah. Put your feet up in the air like you're in stirrups. Just yes. try and get this out. And you think it's impossible. At that moment, I said, I said to God, get it out of if there. You, and- if you let this come out, mm-hmm. I'll devote myself to you. Mm. And? and I'm, and I'm here, aren't I? Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. I, I just mean, didn't know if, I didn't know if it maybe never came out. I wasn't then. Elvis. I didn't die right in the toilet. <laughs> That's good. See, Elvis right. too made that deal, except God laughed at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I, here's what I know. I have had a few of those moments where I felt like it was all over mm-hmm. using the bathroom. And I drew upon that experience when my wife gave birth to say, honey, I know what this is basically like. Cause I've pushed a few things out myself. I know, I know what to do. And she did not take that. Well, she did not like that advice. So I think it's be aware, men. If, <laughs> If you think that's what it is, it's not going to work. I, don't I, th- think. I think that it's probably more painful for the backside than the front. Oh, I, I think women put on a big show. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> to be clear, you're show. saying bowel movements are more painful than birth? Is a that a lot of, you know, that's the hot look take? at me. Uh huh. You could never do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in sure. reality. Sure. service in Wilmington has issued a tornado warning for southeastern Franklin County, Ohio, northern Pickaway County, until 4.30 p.m. At 4.04 p.m., a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located seven miles southwest of Grove City, moving northeast at 40 miles an hour. Hazard, tornado and quarter-size hail. Source, radar indicated rotation. Impact, flying debris will be dangerous to those caught without shelter. Mobile homes will be damaged or destroyed. Damage to roofs, windows, and vehicles will occur. Tree damage is likely. Locations impacted include Columbus, Grove City, Canal Winchester, Groveport, Asheville, South Bloomfield, Obetz, Commercial Point, Lifeopolis, Lockbourne, Darbyville, Bryce, Blacklick Estates, Duval, Slate Run Metro Park and Derby. Take cover now. Move to a basement or an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Avoid windows. If you are outdoors, in a mobile home, or in a vehicle, move to the closest substantial shelter and protect yourself from flying debris. To report severe weather, go to our website at weather.gov slash ILN and submit your report via social media when you can do so safely. must have got a group discount because they all got the same equipment but i they, don't think it's officially called the warming table it literally i they said we're taking the baby over to the warming table they had a roast beef slicer and a warming table and i said i wish I they did two, i was hungry can i get a two for five please because i'm two for five 
Sir, what year do you think this is? <laughs> it's well, two for 20 now, my daughter, sir. my daughter is 12 now, so that that's it, maybe it was back then. Anyway, the point is, I'm over there looking at a miracle baby just being sitting. Every baby's miracle. I'm looking at the baby. I'm just so enthralled with Vivian. First got to see her. And then I there's a table where there's just all the remnants of the procedure. Yes. I'm talking gauze and stuff and yes. many other things that I will leave off. The, but you're just not. I'm not prepared for that. No, but I don't. I know it's their job. They do this all the time, and people have odd jobs. I get it. We need these people for society because then the fabric of society breaks down. If it's just people like me and you, we have sure. no skills, right? right? But it amazes me how you can sew up someone's a human being area. Well, any part well, of any, a human, any part of the human, but especially that part where something has just we got it, we got exploded it, exploded out we got of it. it, we got it. We got and it. you're sewing it up, and then you go home and say, hey, honey, I feel like fajitas tonight. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like That's their every day. But Dr. Now is on TV. Like I saw, we were just watching a little 600, My 600 Pound Life. Or was that? That's the show, right? Yeah, that's, that's the show. Yeah, I don't know why I, I blanked on that. But yeah. So we watched a guy who actually did the whole thing well. We didn't get a moment where Dr. Now was like, you disappoint me. Go back to where you came from. I never knew you. Like He didn't do any of that. He was like, how did he say it? I don't like what you're doing. You, is bad. You have enabler. Yes, right. The scale doesn't lie. People do. We never, we never had a moment like that. You this, need to lose 100 pounds. This guy who he had started off in the like 800s, I want to say, and got down to 500 and then got the surgery. And Dr. Now was like, you're doing great. You're my guy. He loved this dude. But Dr. Now was doing the laparoscopic to stitch up the stomach and yeah. do that surgery and have you never have you ever seen the laparoscopic machine that oh, goes yeah, in there? Absolutely. Where it looks like something out of a sci-fi horror movie that has like twenty-seven tentacles jammed into your stomach, and then that's all the little needles. And he's and, like an evil scientist. Yes, off to the he's, side. he's off with the little yes robotic arms doing things. And I just thought th- all these people are watching a mad scientist do a Frankenstein experiment on someone. Essentially, you're you're removing like the the organs that this person was built with. And then you're taking part of that, modifying. You've hot-rotted this person's belly, basically. And then after that, everybody walks out and is like, all right. What do you feel like tonight? My kid's got baseball practice. Sorry, I can't go. Drinks tomorrow? Absolutely. Roast beef sandwiches? Anybody? Tuesday marks? Let's go. Let's do it. Like, they just... It's normal for them. I know. For the rest of us, it's like, I I had a horrifying experience today. I watched a person get cut up and sewn back. Well, uh, sometimes when I watch Buckeye basketball, I feel like I'm watching a vagina get sewn up. Okay. But okay. yesterday was quite the, the difference. Mm, sure. Although there was a period where they lost that lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, nope, same old Buckeyes, but my daughter was there and she willed them to victory. Chris Holtman had his radio show today. I have several clips for you. What would you like? Talk about defense? Let's talk about defense. I right, some defense. I don't know that it was a great matchup because we didn't play great there. You know, obviously we had the second, played them a second time, so we were able to look at some things we didn't do well and, and make some adjustments. But I, I did think we had a, a better defensive effort. I think Isaac Likely and Gene Brown helped in that regard too because of their their ability to just fight you on that end. So I, I, I do think it was a, it was a better, you know, better defensive effort. Okay. All right. It, it was a little bit. Better defensive effort at times, I guess. That yeah, first half you had one of their best players. Their star player wasn't scoring very much, so yeah, that I guess is a good defensive effort. 
Uh, here is Chris Holtman talking about how he's told the team you can. I don't know what you can do, like what he's told them they can do. Okay. Go ahead. But here, this is 47 seconds. All right. I'm going to, we play, can pause the, it. When no, we, play the whole thing. When we, all right, here you go. Just celebrating the kind of the small victories in the midst of all the, the struggles that, you know, we, we've talked about plenty about how um, how difficult that's been. I think you're just trying to celebrate the small victories like, hey, uh, you know, there's a five to eight minute segment where we played really, you know, really well. Now can we can we grow that? And we can. I think that was what my I encouraged him with is we can. We certainly have, you know, some challenges with whatever, but we we can and I think uh, that's what we've what we've hit our guys with. You know, I think they've responded the right way. I think I think they've come to practice and work now for really several weeks with a, with a good approach. And I think that's been helpful for us to hopefully finish this thing in a way that uh, you know, we feel really good about. All right. Um, I mean, number one, we do that with this show where we're like, hey, we had five or six minutes there that actually sounded competent. That was not bad. Out of three hours, it's not very we try, good. But. We try to build off that whenever we have five or six of those minutes. It's very rare, but we do. Occasionally, we feel good about the show. Uh, I'm trying to think what would be more likely. Ohio State winning the Big Ten tournament mm-hmm. and therefore making the NCAA tournament or blank. How would you finish that? Um... I would say it is more likely that I would run the I would run the Boston Marathon not this year. No, I would run the Boston Marathon this year. I think that's more likely. You probably will. No, I'm saying no. I think the Boston Marathon either just happened or is going to happen in like a few weeks. What I'm Patriots Day. When it, isn't that usually during baseball season? That's yes. early baseball season, right? Yes. I'm saying you could send me to Boston. I don't qualify. I'm not fast enough to do it. But if you said you have to go for 26 miles and not stop, I'd walk a lot. Teddy. I could go do that right now. I would, I, would, to you. I would have all kinds mm-hmm. of pains, but I could make it through that. Buckeyes win the Big Ten tournament, make the NCAA tournament, or the Reds win the NL Central, which is more likely to happen. I'm going with the Buckeyes win the Big Ten tournament. Wow. <laughs> like, okay. Optimism is blooming, Teddy. It's springtime. <laughs> I, not, not for the Reds. Normally, I would think that, but uh, no, that's there's no shot. Wow. Zero possibility okay. you know what? of the Reds winning the Central. I like that the negativity for the Reds for Ted is so high right now, yeah. and that's all due to the Castellinis. What would yours be, Mike? What would be more likely for you? we got to take a break, but I'll think about it. Okay. This is good. Good tease. Everybody stay on. Well, yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared for well, this. Well, neither was I, but I had to come up with something. The worst player of all time is looking for a new job. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that James Road southbound between I-70 and Ravenswood Court. That is still closed due to an accident. As a detour, it can take James Road to Livingston or Hamilton Road to I-70. But please avoid this area if possible. It's going to remain closed until further notice. This traffic report is sponsored by Family Dollar. Stop by Family Dollar for ingredients to a perfect lunch and find more while spending less. Pick up bumblebee tuna or chicken salad, Lay's, Powerade drinks, and for dessert, Little Debbie Snack Cakes. Family Dollar, helping you do more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Maybe you're uh, outside in the weather and your car has blown away. And you say, I need a new car. Where should I go? 
T-Bone's going to tell you. Well, that's right, Mike. My friends at Valley Ford of Columbus, they have got you covered. Plenty of inventory in stock. I was just out there at the dealership last week, checked in, saw my sales guy, Jerry, who was great. Very helpful. We're talking about a lot of different options there, trying to find the right vehicle for me. But they have tons of vehicles for you. I saw F-150s out there. I saw the uh, Bronco Sports. I saw the Edges. They've got uh, even a Mach-E, the Mustang, the electric Mach-E I saw out there, and a couple of very nice examples of the Mustangs with the you know actual gasoline engine, if that's your thing. All that and more. You can see the selection at valleyfordofcolumbus.com. It's the Valley Ford difference out there on the west side of town, 70 and Hilliard Rome Road. See them today or valleyfordofcolumbus.com and tell them T-Bone sent you. This move was expected, but the worst quarterback of all time, Carson Wentz, has been released by the commanders mm. today. The move saves Washington $26.176 million on the salary cap for the offseason. He had two more years remaining on the contract, but no guaranteed money. Here's my question to you. Okay. Uh, does Carson Wentz start another game in the National Football League? Uh, yes. I will say yes. But not as somebody's principal no, starter. No, 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 right? no. I mean, he's I a backup option. If he starts, it's because he's accepted a backup role. And then someone gets hurt, which that happens a lot in the NFL. And so, yes, I could see that if he hangs around the league for four or five years, yes, I think he will start somewhere because of injury. I don't think he'll be anybody's plan. The only other possible way he's a starter is if a team, you know, maybe has him this offseason come in because they're gunning for a number one spot and they don't have a plan and they don't want to go sign anybody that looks like a plan. So they might go after him and say, let's bring him in and pretend like we're trying, even though we know he will fail. Crew opened up the season with a 4-1 loss to Philadelphia on Saturday. Um, I did not watch this because it was on the Apple. Yeah, that's every game now. Look, and and look, I I don't want to beat the dead horse. You know, you said you watched the Apple telecast and actually thought it was quite good. I'm sure it was quite good, but this was one of those games where you would have gotten me. I was checking social media for scores, right? I turned it on here on the fan to see what was going on, but I don't, I'm not a big enough fan to pony up extra money on top of my Apple TV The first game was free, though. Well, I didn't know that, you bastard. Sorry. Why didn't you tell me I, that? I saw it on Uh-oh. Twitter. They said, that, hey, you know, this you, first game. Too hot. Hang on a second. Too did, hot. Did you too yell? Too hot. You were yelling, and you broke your Lent valve. All right, starting I now. win. Yeah. What do, you, what, do you, what do you win? Yeah, we, well, we had a little bet. What do you bet. win? My little, eternal soul? Is that what you win? We had a, we had a bet going. Teddy thought you would break the vow as of today. I thought we might be able to get you through because you seem very dedicated. Too hot. I get a foot massage now from Bone. That's right. I didn't say, though, if I was going to use my hands or not. So <laughs> good luck with all that. Hope what, what was I saying to you? I don't know. You're talking oh, yeah. about oh, the Apple, Apple subscription. TV. I didn't know. It was, why didn't you tell me it was free? I didn't know it was free. They're doing that to entice people. I don't no. know. Maybe the second game will be you know free, what? too. I don't know. Yeah. No, it probably won't be. No. That's my guess. Is they're, they're wanting you to get in there. However, I will say the video quality, good. Of the actual broadcast. The play on the field for the crew. Bad. First half was surprisingly not bad. Okay. Like they came out. Wilfred Nancy. He's got a new system he's putting in. For soccer nerds. They went from, you know, four in the back to three in the back. So there's a little bit more in the midfield. They're trying to get this this formation. A three, five. It was like a three, four, one, two. I think is what it technically was. Anyway, the point is. It was an interesting formation. Gave the crew some options, and Philadelphia didn't know what to do with it at first. Philadelphia, though, 
best team in the East last year. One of the odds on favorites to win MLS Cup again this year, win it again, to win MLS Cup this year. They didn't win it last year. But the second half, Philly actually looked like that team that was the way better team than the crew. It's not unexpected that the crew would be not nearly as good as Philadelphia at this point, but they have got to get that sorted out in the next you know few months. They've got to really understand the system. Didn't help that there were two penalties in this game that were complete BS. Just what, the handballs? Yes, absolute garbage. It's it's a thing where guy gets got two guys for the crew had their hands up, kind of like blocking their face to say, "Ah, don't kick the ball in my face." Yeah, they weren't sticking their hands out or their arms. No, they out. weren't. Like if you stick your hand out to the side, that's going to get called every like single time. You're going to clothesline somebody, and then that the ball hits that. That's an unnatural position. But one of the times it hit like the the elbow area of one of the players, and it's like, well, it's tucked into his body, and it hit his elbow. If he didn't have his arm there, it would have hit his belly. So it wouldn't have gone in. So it wasn't like he stuck his hand out and knocked it down or anything. So, but that happened twice. And both times on the broadcast, to their credit, they were saying, these are, these are not great. You you were telling me before the show, you still think they lose. Philadelphia probably wins that game. They probably lose two to one as opposed to four to one. Yes. And it was, it was, it was still just not a great night to start off, but that's okay. Crew are coming back and playing the, uh, I believe, the worst team in the league last year was D.C. United. Then they went out and brought in some guys from the Premier League, and they won their first game, beat Toronto. So, hey, D.C.'s not going to be a pushover. Saturday night, 7.30 is when the crew take them on at the LDC. So you enjoyed the broadcast? Yeah, it was nice. All right. it was. It, they did a good job. And you know what? I can't believe I'm going to say this. I flipped over to like two or three other games after that to try out the Apple TV. Yeah. Very good quality. I enjoyed it. it it, I'm surprised at how much I enjoyed watching it, but the one feature that they really got me on, I wish they did it for both broadcasts, the home team every game apparently is going to have their audio on the broadcast. So the, the radio broadcast? The ra- yeah, sorry. The radio broadcast for the home team, I flipped over to it for a second and it was, I thought they meant your home team, like wherever you are, you can listen to your favorite team's broadcast. But no, they just mean wherever physical location the game is. Now, MLB TV does that, where you can choose just the audio feed, but then the video cuts out. This had the video on it. Oh, so it's synced up with yeah. the video? Yeah, they well, synced. That's a cool feature. Uh, well, I didn't actually stick around for the game to start to make sure that it's synced, but I have to assume they must have worked that out. But you know what? I will I will check, because next game's a home game for the crew. And if I'm not in attendance, then I will check out to see if Chris Doran on the fan airwaves, if he is also on the Apple TV. I always wondered why they couldn't make something like that work, especially for a streaming. Look, I know for for cable, it's different cable outlets, and the dish is on a different delay than Comcast cable, whatever it is, right? Right. But when you're talking about just a streaming product, I know Big Ten has signed the deal with uh, NBC. They'll have game streaming on Peacock, and they'll probably have something on Paramount Plus, too, right? Right. They should have an option for those games where you can pipe in instead of their stupid announcers, you know, they're going to have, yeah. you can pipe in your home team announcers. Well, I will guarantee you Apple TV. I'm guessing the, the budget as much as there's a budget for this thing to be good. I'm guessing they're not going to have these broadcasters are they're not going to every game. Their broadcasters. I'm quite convinced for that crew game. were not in Philly. I'm guessing they were in a studio. Well, major league soccer is picking up the production cost, right? Yes, and I'm saying that's why I think they're probably doing it from a studio because they probably know for 90% of these games, no one's going to care. Hmm. For the big games, they'll probably send some people out. But yeah, I honestly, if you could just listen to any broadcast you wanted for any, like a national game, an NFL game, 
If, if you could just on CBS, just flip over and be like, listen to home team broadcast. I would do that for teams I don't even follow. Just to hear... Oh, in college football? I'm not just saying football, that because it's our that. broadcast. Yeah, but I'm saying... You'd but never I'll, listen to the TV guys again. Yeah, I would listen to the radio guys doing it on TV. I think the radio calls are always better. The ACC knows they're in a death spiral. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on 670 eastbound at 4th Street. A disabled vehicle now blocking the center lane. Traffic is backed up to I-70 as they work to get around this. You'll also find Route 315 northbound at North Broadway. An accident blocking the right side. Traffic is slow from Lane Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You might not have the biggest garage on the block, but with eBay Motors, there's 122 million parts right at your fingertips. Whatever you need, there's something that fits your vehicle. Air filters, tires, seat covers, and more. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Elmiana Ray with fan traffic. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. Try not to blow away out there. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. Uh, Bone? Yes, man. Florida State's AD is Michael Alford. Okay. And he told his board of trustees Friday... That something has to change when it comes to closing the growing revenue gap with other conferences. He said, something's got to change because we cannot compete nationally being 30 million behind every year. It's not one year. We're talking about 30 million compounded year after year. This is something that you and I have talked about. You know, the the Pac-12, the ACC, even the Big 12. They're not going to be able to compete financially with the Big 10 and the SEC. That doesn't mean that you know program can't sneak up and make the playoffs, but I'm talking year in, year out. They are simply not going to have the resources to compete, and this has nothing to do with NIL. No, no, it doesn't. It has to do with the facilities being built, things like that. Look, I, I went down to the women's game Friday night. My wife went to the synchronized swimming meet at Ohio State look on at, Saturday. Look at you We're guys. Going, we go. We we are hitting everything. Let me tell you what, we're trying to hit every sport at this. We we have many to cover. We haven't got to all of them. But the girls were like, "Can we go to a baseball game?" I was like, "Absolutely." Wow. They want to go back. Well, take I mean, Samantha with you because she likes right. all this stuff. <laughs> well, great. Take we'll do her it. so I don't have to go. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, as we go down there, that was the first time I had seen the new lacrosse field that they have mm-hmm. down there, the lacrosse stadium, I should say. I was walking by the Jesse Owens and going, "I never realized how just." immaculate this place is for what it is right no one's going to confuse it for like what you know about nick swisher field well right that place that's exactly right that's at bill davis stadium nick swisher field right like no bill davis is out no that's still the stadium. No, it's though. out nick swisher's in okay it's bro ohio all day every day it's the field at the st- anyway the point is all that stuff is not being paid for by name image and likeness that's all being paid for by these tv deals and merchandise sales and ticket sales and however else the you know university generates athletic revenue also donations are a big part of that right but having those giant sports programs matters because it's not just ohio state that's looking at it saying we want to be the biggest and best at everything we can be right don't you think florida state says we want to win national championships in football and men's basketball absolutely but also we want to win in women's basketball we want to win in swimming we want to win whatever i don't know what they're good at I assume baseball, they obviously take that pretty seriously down south, right? ACC, SEC, those are big deals. So they want the best facilities to attract the best recruits in every one of these sports. 
that isn't going to be fixed by name, image, and likeness. You either adapt or you die. I'm not saying that this is the way it should be. I'm not saying this is good for college sports and competition. Far from it. But this is where we are now. And there are some schools that will decide we'll just die. Right. We'll die yeah. and we'll, we'll operate on a smaller budget because we just either don't want to move or don't have the opportunity to move, whatever. But it doesn't sound like Florida State's AD, Michael Alford, feels the same way. I guarantee you that he has had conversations with other conferences. Oh, guarantee yeah. it. He's. I would bet you the fact that he's talking to the trustees about we've got to change something. There's there. It's not like then they're going to come back and say, "Well, what do you want to change?" And he's going, "Oh, I have any, I have no ideas." You tell me. Right. What are the trustees going to change? He's he's saying it to them to lay the groundwork. I would guess for. And by the way, if you want some ideas, I've already got them. I've already talked to some people. Here are some thoughts. And some of those ideas, I'm quite sure he's also talked to who's the AD or not the AD, the commissioner of the ACC. That was was that oh. Jim Swafford at one point, but it's not him anymore. I for, I forget. Anyway, whoever it is. That person he's probably talked to. James J. Phillips. James J. Phillips, right. J.W. Johnson. My I think guy. he was at Northwestern, right? Oh, that, is that the guy? Is that okay, the guy? You're right. And yeah, people yeah, yeah. have rumored him to maybe come back to the Big Ten oh, as a commissioner. Oh, maybe he'll oh. jump off of that sinking ship. Well, and maybe he talks to a Florida State guy and is like, hey, by the way, I'm getting out of here. If you want to come with, there's a better party oh, down well, the street. You know what? Florida yeah. State guy, Mike Alford, former... Uh, Mike Allstott. I got it. Yeah. I was gonna, <laughs> you beat me to it, you bastard. <laughs> you took you too long. stupid. I know. I'm losing my touch. Former, uh, former. Uh, How you doing? Uh, hey, Paul. Uh, you play a little ditty on your keyboard there, Paul? I gather my thoughts. Uh, he's not just talking out of his crack. He actually did some market research. He told the trustees he had a study commissioned. Uh, told the board members, Florida State contributes roughly 15% of the value in the ACC's media rights deal. But the school only gets 7% of the distributions as one of the 14 full members of the conference. So he's saying we're worth more than we're getting paid here. Yeah. Where do you think he, first of all, do you think he commissioned that study himself? Or do you think perhaps someone associated with the SEC or the Big Ten slid that under his door? Could be. Saying, you know what? You're worth a whole lot more than the deal you're getting now with the ACC. If you came and joined us, even as just a partial member for the first couple of years, you're still going to make more. Here you go. Right. I, I think the money makes a lot of sense that Florida State would have to think about it. We've talked about Florida State being one of those teams that if, okay, who could you get I'd out of the ACC? i go after them in a heartbeat. Absolutely right. I in would the too. state of Florida, they're a sleeping giant, I think, and you can say they're back because they had a nice season last year. Who the hell knows? And aren't they top 10? Pre- I was going to say they preseason probably- top 10, but that's not a thing. It's pre-spring football top well, 10. Well, right. It's not, we're not even close to that yet, I know, but... Yeah, you're probably right. They'll they'll be back in the hype machine for next year. All I know is if I was sitting in Florida State or any school's position that is not in the SEC or the Big Ten that thinks we want to be one of the top ten programs in all sports, not just football or basketball or whatever, I would definitely think you have to either get to the SEC or you have to get to the Big Ten. Oh, you're done talking. Well, well, I can't. I can. No, you're done talking. Okay. I saw this today. Former NFL linebacker Blake Martinez. He played. Seven years in the NFL, Packers, Giants, Raiders. He is 29. He made $29 million during his career. That's great. But he is retired now, and he has another job. He was on CNBC. He says that his new job is selling Pokemon cards. (laughs) He says he made $5 million in seven months doing this. 
Good Lord. He says, every single day when I wake up, my shoulder doesn't hurt and my back doesn't hurt anymore. When all that hurts are my fingers from opening like 1,000 packs of cards per day, I think I'm going to keep doing this. Oh, my. So I did, I was wondering how he's doing this. He's just opening up packs. Well, I didn't know if he was someone who goes out and maybe buys like a lot of cards. He's hanging and then, out at the Target. Right, well, right. <laughs> what I is your shipment in yet? Right. Like I meant, is he someone who sees on a site like, hey, I'm selling, you know, a box worth of stuff, and in the stuff there might be an old card that is actually worth a lot. I didn't know if he was doing that. I didn't know if he was buying somebody card on eBay and then flipping it like yeah. two weeks later, two months later. Five million in so seven months. So he's just opening up packs. So he's spending a lot of money too because it's not cheap. to. If everyone could make $5 million just opening up a handful of cards every day, you'd never see people stop doing it. It's the fact that you have to open so many to find those rarities. I wonder how much he spent doing that. He says he started selling cards during the pandemic through his company known as Blake's Breaks. Oh gosh. He sells the he's cards doing, he's on the, the Whatnot platform. Do you know what breaks are? No, I have no idea. So this is where, among other things, I don't know how he's doing it, but at least for sports cards, guys will say, hey, we have 20 boxes of a certain type of card to open up. NBA cards, let's say. All different brands of cards. And in this package, there's a bunch of rookie cards of this guy and this guy and this guy. And they will sell spots that are bid on and say, hey, Here's the time spot. Here's when I'm going to do it. I'm going to open up all these packs. Anybody who, any Lakers players I get, you get the card. How much do you want to pay for that? People will bid on this like they would bid on a sports card, but they would bid for the right to get whatever's in the pack. So teams that have really good rookies, those get really expensive. All right. So he might be making money off of people who are saying, yeah, I'll pay $500 to get a look at what you're going to open. And any of those cards I get. So that that's how you get the money coming in as well, where you're just people are paying you to open stuff up and send it to them. That's it. Did I tell you that Kristen got angry with me this weekend about sports cards? No. Yes. I will tell that story. Okay. True story. My wife got angry with me for helping out a family member. Oh, wow. You think I'm the evil one? Wait till you hear this story. <laughs> This I'm taking great. her down with me if I'm going down. <laughs> Common Man That's and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find the James Road southbound between I-70 and Ravenswood Court. That is still closed due to an accident. Please avoid if possible. And an earlier accident has cleared from Route 315 northbound at North Broadway. All lanes have reopened in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by AutoZone. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Only an array with fan traffic. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. All right. All right. Now you tell me who's right here. Okay. Me or my wife. So on Saturday, we have a little family party for my daughter. It's her birthday. Yeah. My uh, nephews were there. My nieces were there. Sure. And one of my nephews, uh, Elliot is 12 and loves cards sports cards yeah okay he brought some of his cards for me to check out oh nice very cool so you know he he collects some he's got him a little protective covering oh yeah like we all thing. used to do absolutely and i said are these worth anything as well my most expensive one's like 20 bucks I said, well, that's pretty good that is cool 
Yes. You know, he does it the old-fashioned way, just buys packs and... Which trades with his friends. I want to be clear. Like, I know there are people who do stand in line and wait for the cards and all that stuff. It's cool to see the kids. If you're doing that because your son or daughter's into it and you buy them cards, awesome. I have no problem with that. It's the guys who are like, I'm going to buy 12 boxes of them and then just go sell them yeah, on he's eBay. he's a 12-year-old kid. Yeah, so this is... That's who they're... Honestly, that's who it's meant for, I feel like. But anyway, go ahead. He's buying. He's trading. He was, you know, proud to show me his cards. I had tons of cards when I was a kid, but... Either I threw them away or my parents threw them away. I have one like box of cards left in a box in the basement someplace. Okay. So I went down there, dug up this box, and it's probably like, I don't know, 500 cards. Was it like like a whole set of cards? No, it was just hodgepodge stuff I had, whatever. And so I said, hey, this is yours now. Oh, that's you know, great. You like these. So here, I don't know if there's anything good in here. Yeah, go filter through them yourself and you see know, what you find. Enjoy. They're all like, you know, 1991 tops cards and 80s cards from baseball, stuff I, like I that. I bet he was thrilled. Well, he was thrilled. He was yeah. very happy. And he and his brother were looking through them and say, oh, you got this guy and look at the stats on the back, which is what cards should be. Yeah, right. And so I was, you know, happy, took him with him. He was very excited. And then Kristen comes to me. As the night is over, Mm -hmm. everybody had left, and I told her this story. Yeah. And she looks at me like I had ripped out my kidney and given it to the kid. Well, Well, what if they're worth money? You should have done something where it's worth money, you get 20%. And I said, 20? What am I making a deal with the 12-year-old? If there happens to be a couple cards in there that make money, well, then it's his money now. Right. He's 12. We don't need it. I think you just threw money away. I think you're a horrible person. <laughs> By the way, also, if you had decided I would donate my kidney to a 12-year-old, that usually is not frowned upon by most people in society. I'm just well, saying. They're like, usually they're like, oh, look at this My point is, of a it's human. like, oh, I just gave the puppy away. <laughs> he really liked the puppy. I gave it away. These were cards in the basement. I didn't even know what was in there. Who the hell cares or knows? Well, yeah. I mean, one... That's a very nice gesture by you. And it was, you did something that you're right in that box of cards could be a card worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Could be possibly. Then that's his. That is super nice. I, of you. I don't want it. Right. The other part of that is for whatever it's worth, the era that you mentioned is commonly known as, and this might help Kristen feel better. The junk wax era. No, it is where like all the cards, they produce so many of them. Everyone wanted to have them, but there are a million versions of like every card. I mean, I'm not stupid. I also have a, a, my dad got a signed baseball from the 1961 Yankees. Oh, the entire team. Yeah. Signed this ball. There's, There's some players on that team. I believe my aunt, my great aunt was a big wig for Hilton hotels. She was Conrad's Hilton's personal secretary. Really? So she ran the entire thing when their headquarters were still in Chicago. Oh, wow. And he wanted her to move out to California when they moved the headquarters out there. And she said, no, I have to stay with my mother. Hmm. But that's the type of person she was. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So she was very well connected. So she would snap her fingers and people would do her bidding. Wow. And so she didn't have any children of her own. So she treated my father like a son. Oh, that's cool. And so she's one. well, he likes baseball. So what should I do? I'll have the entire 1961 New York Yankees sign a baseball just for him. That's incredible. So he still has it. I mean, I didn't yeah. give that to the kid. <laughs> right. That's, I, I do have limits. Like I'm, not, I'm not stupid. Right. But if there happens to be a valuable card in there, God bless him. Then yeah, go right. enjoy it. Right. My wife wants to rip it out of his tiny hands. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I, I just point this out because all of you, the only thing I get from all of you who have met my wife and then know me is how did you get such a sweet lady to marry you? And I've always said, you can't see it. But behind closed doors, she's just as terrible as me, if not worse. And so now you're this bringing this to the public. That. You're bringing this yes, to the public. I, this is proof of that. Yeah. Well, you know what? If there is a million dollar card waiting in there, I mean, I'm sure you'll feel very good as your nephew Elliot is going off to Harvard or whatever on the basis of a baseball card. That'd be awesome. Where he just goes on a free ride. So he's a good kid. He's well, not. He's good. not going to Harvard. <laughs> I'm not breaking news. Well, you I'm know, just saying, he's, he's a good kid. It's expensive to go anywhere is my point. And if he's got a little money in the trust fund because of it, let him live. Mm. If there's a card in there that's worth it, I'm sure you won't regret that at all. It's not totally emasculating, too, when the 12-year-old and his 15-year-old brother mm-hmm. both tower over me. Oh, yeah. Are they tall? Very tall, I yes. assume. Yes, and yeah. I'm not, No, obviously. I know, but still. They are tall. But you're not like 5'2", which that's no, fine if you I'm, are. You're saying these guys are over 5'8". They're they're pretty tall for 15 and 12. Yeah, I think the 12-year-old's probably 5'9", and the 15-year-old is 6 feet. They like basketball at all? I mean, they play They play everything. Okay, okay, okay. so they play sports. Yeah, That's they good. play everything. That's, That's right. I just... I always, I always root for tall people to at least have tried basketball. If you're no good at it, that's fine, but you should Why at least tall try. tall people play other things? Well, or volleyball or whatever sport. I'm just saying, if you're tall and they offer you a chance to play, give it a shot. And then if you suck at it, you don't like it, that's fine. But at least give it a shot because who knows? Some guys who are really tall, gals who are really tall, they didn't know they liked basketball. Suddenly they make millions of dollars and they play in the NBA. All right. So if you've taken anything away from today's show. Uh, I've given up yelling for Lent. Well, you already broke that. No, I'm starting now. Starting now. I mean, Teddy, I did yell at Teddy earlier, but you did. Starting now. So I'm, I've given up yelling for Lent, and I'm nice, and my wife's a bitch. So <laughs> that's, if you, that's what we're supposed to take away from well, the show. I'm, I'm, you can draw your own conclusions. Well, you didn't. That's, that's not the a, takeaway I have. <laughs> that's, you laid out the conclusion. This is a jump to conclusions. I've, just, I've done the problem and right. I've shown my work to you. Say, <laughs> this is math, is it not? I'd love her to get on here and defend herself at no, some point. No, sorry. Oh, get your own radio okay, show. Okay, you know what? Good. You can defend yourself in a book. Oh, <laughs> I don't jump in her books. You're not jumping on my radio show. A basketball game interrupted Isaac Likely's workout yesterday. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the left lane of the west side of I-70 eastbound at West Broad Street. Traffic is bumper to bumper in that area. And another accident blocking the left lane of the north side of I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. Traffic is stop and go here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The new crispy melt taco is now at Taco Bell. It's a freshly fried shell with a melted cheese blend and your choice of seasoned beef or black beans inside. Try today for participating Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. Contact local stores for prices, hours, and participation, which may vary. Tax extra. I'm Leanna Ray with the and traffic. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Happy Monday. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. We had a fun time yesterday, Mike. We went out, did a little bit of uh, family bonding. We went out in a shooting range. No, no. Although, well, we, we family bonded by splitting up. But we eventually joined back together. My middle child, Ava, went and got her ears pierced. Oh. So that now we don't go just to like the store in the mall. My wife, 
She found this hack, and I think it's a good idea. I think it's probably more expensive, but I don't care. It's worth it. She'll go to like an actual tattoo or piercing place. Must be nice. Yeah. So she'll take the she'll take the kid down there, and so my kids get to meet someone who otherwise has got like nineteen tattoos and every piercing in their nose, That's ear. Fine. Yes, but they know what they're doing, and so we we do that route. I think the places in the mall have stopped doing it. Oh, do they? Okay. I think like Claire's doesn't even do it anymore. Yeah, this place. I mean, they they just go in with like a giant long needle. Because I went in trying to get my nipples there. pierced at Claire's, and they wouldn't do it. No, right? They said it's not appropriate for the kids. Well, that's probably that's probably fair. Uh, I can't. Oh God, I cannot imagine. Put anyway. Yikes! What? That just sounds painful. Oh, nipples? Well, but with the gun, like the that just that all no. sounds bad. It all sounds bad. Anyway, so while they were doing that, I took the other two kids and we went out on the winter hikes that the metro parks do. I've done enough of them where I got little stamps and I got to go get a badge Look at, at the you. Metro Park. I got Earning yeah. a badge. I got a merit badge. Yes. So I went out and <laughs> cashed that in. Felt very good. Although, yeah. I found this out. What? There was a huge line of people. And I saw these people walking out of the place. We're going, it was over at Blacklick, over on the east side. So we're walking up and I see people walking with giant hiking sticks. And I thought, well, these people, they're nerds. They brought their own hiking sticks. I see more people walking out, same like wooden, elaborate, carved hiking sticks. And I'm like, these are nice. Find out if you do like all 20 of the hikes, you have to go to every one, you get a free hiking stick out. Oh. It's made of wood and it has like a little... Uh, well, you better get cracking on that. Next year, I got to do that, I guess. But anyway, so after that, we met up for lunch. And my oldest, Vivian, she is she is someone who is very, when it comes to eating... She takes her time, and she she does not need a lot to survive. Man, what's, she what's eats, that like? <laughs> I have eats. the opposite problem. Oh, do you? Oh, my God. With the six-year-old, there is not a meal where I don't have to look at her at least six times and say, slow down. <laughs> no one is taking it away from you. All right? Slow down. Right. If it's... We went to the basketball game yesterday. She woke up in the morning. First thing she asked me, what are we having for lunch? Well, we're going to the basketball game, so we'll get something to eat at the game. Right. What do they have there? Prime rib. What do you think they have? It's, it's popcorn and hot <laughs> well, dogs. Has she ever been to a pizza? basketball no, game? she's been places. She knows what they have. And I said, well, they have pizza there. What kind of pizza? I, I don't know. Donato's, I think. How many pieces can I have? Oh, my God. <laughs> Will you shut up? And then when you put, like, a piece in front of her, mm-hmm. she won't just eat that piece. She'll then ask if she gets to have another one after. Of course. She yeah. needs to know if this is her last is piece. This, well, maybe. Ah, see, because she's trying to savor it. Yeah. No, but she doesn't. Then she, like, folds the entire thing and shoves it in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to this restaurant, and this is, I think, the restaurant that we went to, it caters more to, like, a bar crowd. They probably don't have a lot of families coming in, but we were Hooters. Yes, it was Hooters. So we go into the restaurant. They have a kid's menu, though. Kid's menu says, like, the entrees in the kids menu and one of them is like you can get a cheese quesadilla the one you can get like a hot dog well she's 12 she's still ordering off the kids menu well it's 12 and under oh. so i we take full of, and also she doesn't eat a ton all right okay all so right. we're like whatever we'll just do that so then we go to it says mac and cheese one of their favorites she orders the mac sure. and cheese now this is an entree size and then on the sides they have listed mac and cheese and other things well then that made us assume we're going to get a big bowl of mac and cheese, and then a side of like whatever else, fries or whatever came with it. So out comes the dinner. The littlest one 
We got her a kid's meal of a quesadilla and mac and cheese as a side. She gets like a giant quesadilla and a little bowl of mac and cheese. And then the other two ordered mac and cheese and they bring out the exact same size of the side, just mac and cheese and set that in front of our kids. I'm like, there you go. There's your kids meals. They were all the same price. And so, of course, I'm like, excuse me. I think we ordered the entrees of the mac and cheese and the girl goes, oh, sorry. They're just side size. Is that okay? And I'm like, well, not, not, I mean, it's on the... Are you charging me the same yeah, amount? Yeah, like if you're charging me a... No, and it was the kids' meals, the same price. She's like, yeah, sorry, it's not clear on that menu. And I'm like, well, okay. I'm sorry that it <laughs> wasn't clear the- on the menu. Can we fix this? Is this the way this woman yes, actually talks? Okay, woman, right. But in fairness, and I'll be fair to her, I think we were the only family that had come in there in two months because it was just like a bar place and mostly they had bar stuff. So anyway... Man, you're really setting the picture for this place. Where so are we come you? Back. Some crack then? No. <laughs> no. Kids don't go in there. <laughs> they have a kids menu bone. Well, right. That's what I thought. So then anyway, we we end up and I say, well, could we get like regular size mac and cheese? And they said, sure. And she brings back like the regular size one. So I, I'm at this point convinced because I've raised a stink. All oh, they've, food, they've put all their genitals food's getting in it. spit in. Yeah. Right. So then because my oldest eats a very minimal amount, she then eats not even half of the little side of mac and cheese, and then the whole bowl we got for her also had to go had to go in a to go cup, a to go little container thing. And I'm like, I just shouldn't even have asked. I shouldn't even have said anything. I should have been like, Yep, that's good. I'll pay full price for this oh, little thing of mac and cheese. Are you kidding? She was happy. I could have just left it at that. My daughter would be there with the entree size. <laughs> She's gonna play center for Purdue. <laughs> Remember that's here. I'm going to reference something that's 30 years old. SNL skit mm-hmm. where Chris Farley dresses up like a woman. Oh, and yeah. It's, they're all like, hey, everybody. Oh, we're <laughs> dieting. And and Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah, it's Sandler and Spade. Right, and they're all at the food court. Eating something. Yes. And you lay off. I'm starving. Yeah, because it's a fries where Sandler's character or Spade's character is like, Wow, Cassandra, are you hungry? Going to yell those fries yourself? And then lay off me. I'm starving. Yes, right. that's Kristen and I will look at each other. And just quietly, so the kid doesn't hear, but just when she's in one of those modes, we'll yeah. just say, lay off, I'm starving. <laughs> right. I, you know what, though? I'm just saying, this is to illustrate how different kids can be. I understand. Those of you who do not have them, they, they, they all look like, oh, they're kids. They're probably all the same. Not even close. We had to give uh, almost give Ted the Heimlich maneuver today. Oh, gosh. Because he did. was choking right in front of us. Teddy, what were, you, was eat? Close. What were you eating over there? Bologna just, uh, sandwich? No, it was just turkey and cheese sandwich. Turkey and there, cheese. Yeah. And so whatever happened, it was probably one of our hilarious things that we say, because Mike and I are just so full of hilarity all the time in the office. Keep everybody laughing. That's how it always goes. And Ted uproariously laughing, probably at my joke, because usually I'm the one getting Real him. distress. I yeah. was. He had like inhaled the bread into a orifice back in the lung that was not like your normal, like, oh, I, it went down the wrong pipe a little bit. He, I thought was going to die. We were, I was, he no, was He could still make noises. Well, then you are like making fun of him and like, oh, hello. That's the because queen showed up to give him the Heimlich. Because I knew he was going to be and fine. La- and I'm laughing, choking like, and laughing at the same time. If you're laughing, you're fine. He's pounding on the desk. His face is turning red. No, no, no you noise know what? You didn't out. get up. Well, I was about three seconds away. You're mocking like, me, saying, why are you making fun of me? I didn't see you get up. Because I was waiting, because I don't just want to run up behind him and start squeezing his stomach. Also, I don't really know how to do the Heimlich. Yes, you do. I mean, I have you an idea. You just get behind somebody and you start pumping. Yeah. That's how Dr. Heimlich described it in his manuals. was like, you just get behind him and start pumping. And people were like, are you, you just sure? need to apply pressure yeah. to the diaphragm. 
Mm-hmm. That happened to me. I was a teenager. It was Christmas Eve. Yeah. I was choking on a piece of fish. And oh, I mean, right. I mean, really choking. You were in a bad spot. Could not speak. Bryce's fish. Choking. Who? What? Bryce. Brycey. In the microwave. Oh, I'm, I'm Bryce. Bryce always puts I the fish in the microwave at work. I'm Cartwright. That's the yeah, connection. You, I got it. <laughs> anyway, I'm choking on this piece of fish, and my sister is sitting next to me laughing. Right. But I'm really choking. Like, I'm going to die. So it runs in the family. I'm, I see. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Except I really need assistance. Yeah. My cousin walks down the steps, sees me, and tosses me his can of Coke. I go to reach to catch the can of Coke and Heimlich myself on the table and dislodge the fish. Did he know that you were no, going to do that? or He, he just, just wanted like, to give me something before he could run over oh, there. Oh, to drink. Yes, to drink. But thinking you luckily, that would help. Wow. But I Heimlicked myself reaching for the mm. can of Coke. That's that's incredible. I did not realize that that was I, the It could have been over for me, phone. Right. You could have been doing this show with somebody else. And your si- probably your sister. Who would have this like hilarious story about how her brother died and she couldn't stop laughing about it? It was so funny, a little gallows humor, if yeah. you will. I would love to hear a show between you and my sister. We I don't, could both I don't talk know about I... your mustaches. <laughs> Come on, I don't know how that would. I've I've met your sister a couple times, but only in like very. Again, we we don't know each other. No, I know. We know you very well. She, uh, she's a very Italian looking girl. She's a very pretty girl, but. When you're younger, puberty does things to people. Oh, I hadn't heard. Well, she uh, had I got a li- the up- yeah the upper lip. She had a little bit of a mustache problem. Got it. Yeah, and so you know we didn't do any uppity things like electrolysis or anything like that. The only thing my mother said to her is, "Well, why didn't you bleach it?" <laughs> so that she. She bleached her mustache, which obviously does not get rid of the hair. <laughs> no. It just but, turns it blonde. Right. right yeah. To which I would then go up to her every day as the older brother mm-hmm. and say, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> because she looked like Hulk Hogan. That's funny. That's, that's no, good. it's not funny. It's no, terrible. It funny. I shouldn't it's have funny. done it. But that's, no, funny. that's what older brothers are for. That's yeah. To mock your facial disformity. Mm. That's okay. When... when uh, Ava, our middle daughter, was about three. She would run around the house sometimes with like just well, she was younger than three because she would have a diaper on. It's so probably like two. But she'd be running around the house, and she has like, especially as a baby, she had the Hulk Hogan very white platinum almost colored hair, and bald on top. Yeah, and bald on top with a full mustache and a mustache. But no, she would run around with no shirt on, and you'd see these flowing locks, and she's running through the house. And all I could think of was like Hulk Hogan running in to save the day, telling somebody to eat their vitamins and get some steroids. Right, yeah. That's just what I'm Let me tell like. you something, brother. <laughs> all right, let me, let me pay off on my tease. What was your tease? Uh, Buckeyes beat Illinois yesterday. Oh, yeah, but I forgot about that. Isaac Likely was just working out, mm-hmm. and a basketball game popped up. Now, Isaac Likely... Who, by the way, the whole man said played great defense yesterday. I'm sure he did. Yeah, he played some good defense, sure. But I'm at the game. I'm watching him, and I'm saying to myself, is he doing anything? Has he taken a shot the entire game? Offensively, what was happening there? Right. And so I'm, I'm watching him. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing out there. Then I get home. I look at the box score. Isaac Likely played 26 minutes and 25 seconds. Uh, he didn't just not make a shot. He didn't attempt a shot. He also did not attempt a free throw mm. for the entire game. How many minutes did he play, though? 
I told you, 26 oh, minutes 26 and 25 minutes. seconds. Okay. Yeah. He had two whole assists, which tied for the team lead. That says something about this team. Hmm. But 26 minutes and 25 seconds, did not attempt a shot, did not shoot a free throw. Yeah, I mean, that that does feel like gym class a little bit, where you're just running around, you know, just trying, just trying not to get yelled at, basically. That's not great. I mean, well, I mean, it is... They won Coach the game. kept him on the floor for they, 26 minutes. They won the game, and I know, I'm sure Chris Holman would say, well, he provided a lot of leadership and defense and all those other things. That's fine. But they had some of the old timers there yesterday. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Who was there? Aaron Kraft. Oh, right. I guess I saw a picture of that. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Captain's Day. Yeah. It was oh, Captain's well, Day. Joey Lane was out there, too. Oh, so all the captains are there. That, yeah, those that's would be right. a bunch captains of all timers. It'd be a bunch of good players there. But I wanted them to suit up and play. Sure. Maybe the presence inspired this Buckeye oh, team. Oh, it could be. Yeah. Maybe well, it was my daughter and the captains. I uh, I know this, Hello? that uh, apparently some of the uh, some of the former players, they still get together over there and they play some open gyms. Well, why not? That's great, right? If you can do that. The football they, players get to go over there and work out. Why can't the basketball players go out I'm there sure and shoot around? I'm sure they can. I'm sure they can come in. I'm sure Aaron Kraft can go in there anytime he wants to and say, hey, I want to get a run in. I want to get a lift in and I want to play some basketball and let's go. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what am I going to talk to you about next? Something. Oh, uh, NFL Combine, C.J. Stroud has made his decision on whether he will throw and do physical things. I'll tell you what that decision is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good? Good? Oh, my God. All right. An accident to watch out for on the west side of I-70 eastbound and west Broad Street. It is blocking the left lane, causing staff and go delays. Please be careful over there. In the north side of I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue, an accident blocking the left lane. This traffic report is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. Take 5 is faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and install new wiper blades. Faster than a tip for you to shovel out and defrost your car this morning. Just sit back and chill while their fast and friendly team takes car your personal space heater. Stay warm with Take 5 to stay in your car 10-minute oil change. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. No college education, and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Bone? Yes, man. Did you know that sports gambling is legal in the state of Ohio? I did know that. It is. And did you know the official sports gambling partner of this show is Hollywood Casino and Barstool Sportsbook? Mm-hmm. I knew that as well. Did you know that they have a brand new Barstool Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Columbus? I did know that, and too. And did you know that if you don't feel like going down to the Sportsbook, you can just download the Barstool Sportsbook app on your phone and place bets if you're physically located in the state of Ohio? Love that. Yes. Love it a lot. Do it now. It's the official sports book of this show. And if this sounds like a commercial, it's because it is. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I did use it over the weekend to place some bets on Major League Soccer, which I've decided for the next few weeks, that's all I'm going to bet on. Okay. Just going to go straight Major League Soccer bets for a while. What about the XFL? No. Stuff. No. I, I, well, what do I want to bet on? Spray AJ painted? McCarron. AJ McCarron's 2-0, and o, baby. <laughs> on a spray-painted field? On a field where everybody's slipping and sliding? Did you see that over the weekend? No, I didn't see it. What happened? Teddy, were you watching that where the field goal kicker like fell down trying to kick a just like a 10-yard, 12-yard I, field goal? I missed that. Oh, you got it. it it's the XFL, Are right? Are you sure you were watching right the yes. Super Bowl? No. <laughs> it's the XFL. I forget what game it was. People were mocking this game because it was like 6-3 to three and everybody was falling down. And video emerged, photos emerged where they actually spray painted the field 
green before the game because the field, wherever they're playing this game, it's in an area where the grass goes dormant, like in the south. This time of year, it's all like brown. It looks like wheat. doesn't look anything like grass. So they just spray paint it over it thinking, well, no one will notice. But of course, the underlying field is not necessarily as robust as a healthy I would assume the paint field. makes it slippery too well either I don't, I don't know, know if that helps too but I definitely know like the grass itself it was very dry so people were just sliding around on this it was not the best experience from what it appeared they actually uh, used flex shot what is that Phil Swift stuff uh, flex shield shields yeah. r- rubber in a yeah, can it's, yeah it's ba- <laughs> where right. he's on the boat that and he just the takes the door. hull out. Yeah, well, he has the screen door that he's like, I oh, he sprayed this with Flex Seal. Don't try this at home. Then he opened the screen door, which was bad, and then he sank anyway. I bought some of that. Did it work? No complaints. Okay, good. Well, that's I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard that. I've seen the videos where he just like slaps a little piece of tape onto a bucket. Yeah, with I didn't a hole buy in the it. tape. Yeah, this is. Uh, it's probably good if you're getting rid of bodies, though. I should probably get some. This is. I don't know who this is. I'm looking at a screenshot of the game though that I found. From the highlight, Teddy. it is DC versus VGS. It's, it was in Vegas. Oh, is where oh, this was it was at. in Vegas. Okay, because they never get any rain there, right? Right, of course. Or rarely. Why wouldn't yeah. Vegas just be LV? Good call. Why would, Mike. Why would it be they VGS? VGS? VGS Vegas. I uh, got me. Anyway, it's not Las Vegas. It's Vegas. It was at Cashman Field. Is where they were playing this game. So I don't know what Cashman Field is. Looks like some kind of minor league ballpark, maybe. Okay. Um, but whatever. It there maybe maybe five thousand seats in this stadium. Did not look. There big were six thousand people there. Okay. So. There you go. Bar- barely anybody there. Sold whatever. Out? Sure. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't look sold out. <laughs> they were to hanging me. from the rafters. Yeah. It's. Uh. It looks. Dude. This looks very low rent. Capacity man. crowd. This looks extremely. This looks like a high school stadium. If if that. It's it's bad. Uh, NFL Combine is this week in Indianapolis. Bryce Young will not throw. Uh, C.J. Stroud will. He will go through all the drills and he will throw. Uh, Anthony Richardson from Florida will apparently go through the drills and throw as well. Will Levis as well. Uh, Anthony Richardson, man, watch out for this guy because he was the hero of the combine and the combine hasn't started yet. Right. People are already writing pieces saying he's going to blow everybody away at the combine. Yeah, I don't understand why we're doing this. Well, I do understand why we have people who are very interested in finding out who's going to be the next big thing in the NFL. They want to say that they're first. But my thought on like predictive things and Guys in this business who want to get ahead by saying, let me tell you right now, next year, this is what's going to happen. That's going to happen. Sometimes you don't need to do that, right? What are you talking about? Then you would miss out on this nugget from Schefter today. Great. Schefter broke some news today, Bone, reporting that the Chicago Bears are leaning towards moving the number one pick. (laughs) This was breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Leaning towards it, though. Not even, he didn't actually break the news that the they are definitely trading no, it. No. That would be actual slight news that like we got the Bears to say someone from the Bears said, yeah, we're trading out of this pick. We don't care. We don't want it. But that's not what it was. It was they're leaning towards it. All I know is with the combine, you can just watch the combine and then form an opinion, which again, that opinion is still based on you looking ahead and saying maybe that guy will be the next Tom Brady or whoever. But we're not even at that stage now. Now we're saying, I predict this guy will shock everyone at the Combine. Why? You know what? Let's not even play college football anymore either. Let's just have guys right out of high school say, three years from now, that dude is going to be great in the NFL. Mark it down and then never let him play. 
We don't even need to see what he did in college. You joke, but at some point we're going to have it. I know we're going to have it. I'm just saying, when we get there, don't be surprised when I tell you this was happening. Uh, more money things. Derek Carr reportedly wants $35 million a year, and I don't know how anything works. I really don't. Well, he can, he can want that. I well, would be that, shocked if someone's giving him that. He must be hearing something. His people must be hearing something that that is a possibility. There's no way he's going to get signed for $14 million. Right? Somebody must be telling him yeah, and right. booing him. I And who knows? Maybe he goes someplace and it was like, oh, wow, look at him. Outside that Raider uniform, he is Aaron Rodgers. I highly doubt it. I know once upon a time he was your guy, Bone. Well, many you, years Rogers, ago, yeah. You loved him. You were obsessed with Derek Carr. I thought he you was You were great. eyeshadow just like him. I did. Well, that was also because I was very into emo. But go ahead. But, you know, I'm convinced he goes to the Jets. I, I don't know if he makes them that much of a better team. If he goes to the Jets? I think the argument there is if you add a functional mid-level NFL quarterback, like a guy who will throw some picks, not going to lead the league in passing, but on a third down he can make the right read and occasionally make a good throw, isn't that going to be a lot better than what you had there where you were running out Joe Flacco at the end of the year? I assume he's not signing a $35 million one-year deal. You're going to have to financially commit to this guy. I know, but I'm saying... That's a pretty big risk, isn't it? The hype around the Jets is... If they just had a quarterback, Super Bowl caliber type of team, I don't know that that's necessarily right. But you could understand why the Jets might say, we're willing to spend that type of money to get a player. He's going to get paid. Manny Machado was going to opt out of the final five years of his Padres deal, leaving $150 million on the table. Instead, he agrees to a new 11-year, $350 million extension with those same Padres. You know, the Padres in the small market and... (laughs) Right. What are you going to do? Baseball's broken. How or how old is he again? He's th- he'll be thirty one when this 11, contract kicks 11 in. Eleven so years. Let him he'll live. Forty two years young. Let him live. All right. Hey, they wanted to keep him. Well, and, they, you, know and what? you know what they did? God forbid an ownership group is committed to winning. I see a lot of these baseball forums. They're going to have. What are we going to do about Steve Cohen? What are we going to do about the Padres? How about get more guys owning teams like them? Right, no kidding. That's what you should be doing. Not trying to keep those guys down. Try and find more owners like them. There's a lot of rich dummies out there that want to own a sports team and compete to be the best. Find them. Hey, uh, is it Lent? Were you not Starting gonna... tomorrow! All right, today's already ruined! So <laughs> okay. starting tomorrow, starting no now. more yelling. All right. No, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. Too hot. Tomorrow. I got it, Too Ted. hot. All right. Yikes is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy stop and go delays expected on the west side of I-70 eastbound at West Broad Street. An accident blocking the left lane. You'll also find a crash on the north side of I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. An accident blocking the left lane there as well. Please be careful as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Discover. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year. They automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earned doubled. The cash back you earned from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash much. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Happy Monday. So glad you've tuned in three hours a day, every single day. Tell your friends. Bone, it is time for some yikes. Let's go. Uh, Cardinals manager Oliver Marmol and the worst umpire in baseball now that Joe West has retired. CB Bucknor, no likey each other. They had a thing last August where they got into it. Marmol yelled that Buckner's time in baseball was done. Buckner 
yelled that Marmol should shut his mouth because he's a new manager. Petty manager umpire crap that we see every day. Well, now it's spring training. Marmol heads to home plate to exchange lineup cards, say hello to the umpires. C.B. Bucknor refuses to shake Marmol's hand. The other umpires, one of which was mayor of Suckville, Angel Hernandez, apologized for Bucknor's behavior. Marmol said after the game, quote, I don't think he's good at his job, and it just shows a lack of class as a man, end quote. What will Major League Baseball do about this? Nothing. They continue to let terrible umpires work games, and that will never change. Yikes. The L.A. Galaxy were supposed to kick off the Major League Soccer season against crosstown rivals LAFC, but that got postponed. You know, in Southern California, they were going to play it at the Rose Bowl, but that was postponed because of a winter storm Very that was wet battering rainy, the West Coast. Yeah, they even had some snow out there. Uh, in either case, that game was postponed from Saturday. It's now going to take place on July 4th. So they get a marquee game on July 4th. That's nice. But uh, apparently they had 70,000 tickets sold to this thing that they are now going to have to figure out a way to respond to and, and to refund. In either case, Apple TV wanted to launch with this big matchup in the Rose Bowl. They didn't get that. So for them, that's a little bit of a yikes. The San Jose Sharks raised Patrick Marlowe's number 12 jersey to the rafters on Saturday night. They also held a ceremony before the game as well to celebrate his career. Now, all of this is very deserving for Marlowe, but their game against Chicago was delayed due to the ceremony. How long? Well, it wasn't 10 minutes. It wasn't 15 minutes. No, it was delayed by nearly an hour, yikes, as the Blackhawks had to wait until the seemingly never-ending ceremony finally ended before they be- could begin the game. Yikes. It's like the, uh, how long did Nash's ceremony take? How long did Nash's ceremony take? Nine hours. That took, it did take a little while when they did that, I think. College baseball is back, baby. As I do every weekend, I was keeping tabs on Northern Kentucky baseball. Hmm. Who's my favorite player? Well, that would be Liam McFadden Ackman. I know you I love, love him. dudes with three names. Yeah. He hit for the cycle against Western Michigan. That's neat, but that's not the biggest story from the game. In the first inning, he cranked out a grand slam. And then he cranked out another grand slam. In the same inning. Oh, my. Yikes. His team scored 14 runs in the first. He drove in eight of them. After the game, he said, quote, I kind of blacked out there if I'm being honest with you, end quote. I'm sure you did, buddy. Yikes. Is that a positive yikes? Is that what I heard? Or is that a yikes for the pitching staff? The other team. You draw your own conclusion. Uh, Bama player Brandon Miller, who was connected in police testimony to the scene of a murder in Tuscaloosa in January. He was on the scene when it allegedly occurred. During introductions for the home game this past weekend for Alabama, one of Miller's teammates patted him down, which was received poorly by, you know, everyone on social media who saw it except for the Bama fans who were in attendance who cheered very loudly for him as he was introduced because, you know, that's the way you got to do that. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time. Nate Oates, their head coach, says it won't happen again. That was not something they should have been doing. Well, then some of the Bama and Brandon Miller defenders were like, hey, guys, they've been doing that all year. It's not just because of this situation. Oh, good. So what you're saying is you've known he was – I'm not talking about the fans. Nate Oates, the head coach, knew – said last week he knew police questioned him in January about this incident. He gave eyewitness testimony to the police, and one of his teammates was arrested and charged with being an accessory to murder. The gun was in Miller's car. He brought it back to the scene, he says unknowingly, and all that was known to you back in January, and you still said 
that's okay. You're getting patted down every time you show up on the floor. Nate Oates didn't think that was a bad idea then. He does now because you all complained about it. It's a big old yikes yet again for that program. He says he doesn't watch the introductions. <laughs> he had no idea. Oh, how would you know? What yeah, you're I mean, he's just so, the head coach of the team. So you could go out there as a player and just Heil Hitler or whatever yes, you want to do, he and he watch. would have no idea. He That's great. Good to know. Teddy? We talked a little bit about this earlier. Iowa trailed Michigan State 91-78 to with a minute and a half left and 95-84 to with a minute left in the game. The Hawkeyes then made six of nine three-point shots in the final minute and a half, including their last four in a row in the final 32 seconds to tie the game and send it to overtime. Yikes! They would then go on to win the game in overtime, and they became only the fourth men's team in Division One to win after trailing by 11 or more with a minute to play in regulation. Yikes! Well, you know, uh, Major League Baseball, they like to engage with their fan base on all the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. So they posted this on the gram from the official MLB account. Drop your boldest NL Central prediction. Joey Votto, one and only, replied to this. I love this. So this is drop your boldest NL Central prediction. Here is what Joey Votto replied. Extraterrestrials arrive on Earth April 15th. The 12 and 2 Reds and the rest of the planet learn from, communicate with, and befriend our alien friends. This process takes five months. Play resumes in October. The Reds sweep the playoffs in the World Series champs. Side note, the aliens ask if I would like to accompany them on their ship back to their planet. I oblige never to be seen again. Joey Votto. Yikes. My guy. Actually, the biggest yikes of all that is him saying the Reds would be 12-2 and two to start the year. I think that's the craziest part of that, Kyrie. <laughs> Calm down over there. Uh, the crew are on Apple TV, as are all MLS teams. Morgan Hughes, one of the main voices of the Save the Crew movement, noted on Twitter that there is a photo on Apple TV that when you click on the crew page, you can see different photos. Click on this to watch that. All stuff about the crew. They have a lot of programming. But one of those photos has a fan holding a giant flag with the current crew logo on it. You know, the awful one that we all hate, which that's fine, whatever. But the problem is that photo was edited by someone. Because the flag in that photo was made by Morgan Hughes, and the origins of that photo are pretty clear that it was taken at the old crew stadium, which would mean the new logo had not yet existed when the photo was taken. So they took a fan photo, edited off one of the old logos, put the new logo on it. You might say that's small potatoes, but if it's such small potatoes, and why do I bring it up? Why do they have to do it? Why can't you just have the old logo on there and say this was from when our logo was different? This is what bugs crew fans about the ownership of the crew. They major on minors with the dumbest little things, and it drives us crazy. Yikes. Or just find a photo of someone wearing oh, the new logo. Good good news, Mike. It's hard to find <laughs> passionate fans wearing that logo because a lot of us are like, we don't want to wear it. So there's that. That's probably why they have to, Photoshop, to point, they have to Photoshop the support. For all the people saying, why are you obsessed with this? Why are they obsessed yes, with this? They don't have to do that. They can just find photos of guys in the logo and then we never have this issue. All right, Teddy, stop talking. Come on. All right, we've talked about how the Jackets seem to always play well on Saturdays. Well, that trend continued Saturday as they beat Edmonton. Since New Year's Eve, which was a Saturday, the Jackets are now 7-1 in games played on Saturday. Yikes. They've even won three of those games on the road. So this Saturday in Ottawa, you can take it to the bank. The Jackets will win. Yikes. 
Backpage coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. I got bronchitis. Absolute drunken orgies. Some early onions. Swear it. All right. So we've got some slowdowns on the west side of I-70 eastbound of West Broad Street. An accident blocking the left lane. Traffic will stop and go from 670. Please be cautious as cars continue to slow. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. During Staples Teacher Palooza, teachers save big or you save. It's the perfect time to help your favorite teachers stock up their classroom. Save 25% on classroom decor plus two ounce bottles of Purell hand sanitizer just 49 cents. In-store only offer ends on 311. Hurry to Staples today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Buckeye Roundtable coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of Buckeye Roundtable, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. Good to see you again, Mike. Good weekend, Timmy. Yeah, pretty good weekend. All right. You? Fine. Okay, good. Just fine. (laughs) Had the family party on Saturday. And uh, everybody takes their shoes off when they come in the house because they know the drill. I'm anal about the floors. I appreciate that. Sure. Well, that's fine. I could appreciate anyone just taking their shoes off when they go into somebody I, else's house. I think house. that's common courtesy. However, here's my problem. Who wouldn't take their shoes off? Animals. Going into a, someone else's home. Matt, can I finish? No. Yeah, please. All right. Well, please, you're still talking. Well, I'm agreeing with you on the shoe thing. I think All it's right. crazy. My problem, though, is when everybody's leaving... They put their shoes on and then proceed to walk around the house and say goodbye to everybody. Mm, it defeats the purpose. <laughs> I, I agree with you. What you should do is have them walk at least 10 meters outside of the house onto the driveway or wherever they are. And then they put their shoes on at gunpoint in case they dare to come back. You say, don't even think about it. Timmy, you ask the question, clean. who doesn't think it's necessary to take the shoes off? This hillbilly right here. I think you should get one of those garden chests you know what i'm talking about garden chests you're talking like an outdoor like yeah. for an outdoor you container where about. you put like well again you a put garden like basketballs or yes. whatever oh, yeah, yeah. what's in a better there or term for that yeah a chest is not what i would go with <laughs> less miles place to put a dead body less miles agrees with you he's like this guy didn't have the garden chest to play at lsu <laughs> didn't have the chest the garden container yeah I know i'm surprised you, you don't have one of those that not even on the front porch. This would be away from the the building, like Bone right. is saying. Out this in the is driveway. way out there, and the shoes go there. But then they have to walk out on the concrete with their socks on. Then they bring their dirty socks into the house. Let me ask you a question, because I don't know the. I, I'm curious how you guys feel about this, because uh, I would think it eliminates the problem to a degree. But maybe I'm wrong. To not have anybody in your house, I agree. No, right. Um, like high end. Realtors, people who do these like million dollar listings, right. they have these little machines now I've seen where there's like a sticky cellophane type substance on the bottom of the plastic shoe. that you you stick your foot in it, vacuum seals it I have never to the seen bottom of your like soles. This. Yeah. And what so they, you go in. Call it? I don't know. I'm sure you can look it up. I'll find this could it. could be a Shark Tank idea here. No, no, no. They exist. It's already right, been made. But, but it seems like that's where it would have been. Yeah, maybe. But then you walk in, you stick your feet in it, and it just, in a second, you've got a little plastic covering on your shoes. Yeah. And then you can walk through these or, houses with your shoes on. You don't get anything on them. All that is, and then as soon as you get ready to leave, you just peel it off like a sticker and throw it away. If that's too expensive. I, I see it. 
when you when you have them He's take b- the shoes Timmy, off away from the house, tell you, you have like prison sandals there, and then they walk <laughs> in those to the house, like or on just, the front porch. Or just sandals. They have to be prison sandals? Yeah, like, like very cheap. Oh, okay, cheap. I see. Well, what I can tell you right now, Tim, is it's only you and me having this conversation because he's ordering this thing right now. I guarantee you, you're buying this thing before the end of the night. 230 bucks. He's buying it in a second. On Uline.com. Oh, yeah. Uline's <laughs> U- one of those, U-line. like, I know that's one of those companies that makes, like, all it's the stuff it's for like a, Granger, right? Yeah, they make all yeah. those things for a business. No electricity runs on batteries. Beautiful. So they even if you're having people over, as the power goes out, they'll be like, oh, sorry, I can't see. Like, well, well, you can put your, sh- put your shoes. Listen put to the thing. Yeah. Batteries. That's got to be like a size uh, D battery. 23 pounds, this mm-hmm. machine. Oh, yeah. They're sturdy. Oh, that's got to be like eight size D batteries. Capacity, 55 pairs of shoes before you have to replace any of the plastic. Any of yeah. That? That's yeah. pretty good. I mean, these What's are essentially. What's the plastic cost for the, the car- are they cartridges? Used with shoe covers. Let me see that. How much is that? Are we talking like yeah, probably 25 like 20, bucks? 30 bucks a box or something, I would guess. I mean, that's uh, that's probably worth it to you. 55 of them run you 27 bucks. Okay. There you go. So what I'm asking is, does that solve the issue or do you still not like that their shoes, which are in the elements and on the ground, but if the will bottom's be, covered, no, the bottom's covered. But like you, you walk in a puddle, it splashes up. That's on your shoe, and now maybe oh. I sit down. I, yeah, this, I, my foot grazes your furniture or something. I don't know how good of a product this is. There could still be some issues here. That could still be one hell of a dirty shoe, and we're just covering up the sole. And yeah, right, we're just supposed just, to go well, stomping just, all over now someone's I've, house. I've toyed with the idea of this too because I don't know how clean everybody's socks are. Even if they take the shoes off. See, this is why I I was was wondering. I was thinking of having, you know, take your shoes off and put these clean socks on, and I just have a basket of balled up socks Mm. ready for my guests. Would you object to taking your socks off and putting on a clean pair of socks when you come into my house? I mean, I wouldn't object to it. It would just be like, I'm providing them to you. Like, I'd walk in and keep them. No, I walk in and go, to all back. right, I get it. Do I pay admission? Is there a trampoline in here? Like, I feel like I'm at a kid's ballpark at that point where I'm getting to, like, go to Chuck E. Cheese and play in the ball pit. Right. Do the socks have little nubs on them like at the That's what I mean, park. yes. I hope yeah. they have grippies on them. Grippy socks. Because I'm not walking around in all slippy right. socks. Buckeye Roundtable's coming up next. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, Universal's horror comedy, Cocaine Bear. This is a movie, Cocaine Bear, that's been out. Uh, it Actually, its first weekend was apparently this weekend. It was in 3,500 theaters, and it made $23 million. So it actually plays second place behind Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Which still did well. It added $32 million, but that is a 69% decline from its debut number of over $100 million. So, Cocaine Bear next week maybe takes it over. Maybe get some strong word of mouth. And maybe Cocaine Bear is number one in the country. I think that would be hilarious if that's what happens. But, you know, that movie's based on a true story, Mike. So Based on a true story? Yeah. It is? I mean, very loosely, but yes, oh. supposedly there was a thing where a bear got into some cocaine some from a plane crash, and they say I the bear no was idea. a little bit uh, little bit extra, a little bit tough to deal you with. You thought it was just your basic powdered sugar there in the woods. Bears don't know what powdered bears sugar don't is. Know what that they means, just, they just thought it was something they oh, could really? get into. <laughs> but even the bear is humane enough to take his shoes off. <laughs> right. He That's would right. wear the plastic, at least. Buckeye Roundtable's next. See you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the left lane to the west side of I-70 eastbound at West Broad Street. Traffic is still stop and go from 670 in that area. Please be careful. You'll also find an accident on I-70 downtown split westbound into 71 through 15 west split. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week, Josiah Yarnell, Laborers Local 265 Cincinnati. Josiah is a first-year apprentice working at Ford Development Corps. Build Ohio right, build at Union. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. It's a fan action update. Today is the start of college tournament action in college hoops for some of the small conferences. March Madness right around the corner. Let's look at some of the national championship odds. Houston is currently the betting favorite, followed by Kansas and Alabama. Purdue has the best odds in the Big Ten at 10 to 1, followed by Indiana at 30 to 1. And Xavier with the best odds from a team from Ohio at 45 to 1. For your action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. From the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan.